Yo. Yeah. What's up, man? Brose, what it do? Ain't nothing much. What's going on, man? Oh, just having a really nice, good day. The weather ain't so good in New York, bro. It's nice, man, muggy, gloomy. You know, it's raining and stuff, but it's my mom's birthday. She's turning 62, and, you know, just trying to, trying to, trying to make the most out of it, honestly. Yeah, man, I hear that. I hear that, man. And happy birthday, Tua, by the way. Happy birthday, Tua. Thank you. Tour. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. 62 is a full life to live, man. It's funny, it's funny. It's funny you say that. Um, We were cooking and stuff. She was like, Chris, I'm 62. And I was like, hey. I was like, hey, don't look at it that way. I was like, I was like, if you think about it, 62 years, a lot of people ain't get to see that age. So be grateful. I was like, you can look at it that way, too. So Exactly. So... And, but no, nah, man. And how many, how many people, me and you both know that that have died young? That don't even, that don't even get a chance to sniff twenty. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, no, nah, she's she's definitely blessed. You know, sixty two. Yeah. You know, I I hope to I hope to live to see sixty two one day. Facts. Right. Right. So, like, yeah. I would love to be a part of that statistic where, like, I lived with, uh, I lived in that average area of, you know mortality you know what i'm saying like what yeah exactly like that's something that's something we all want man that's i mean that's something i want that's something i definitely want yeah and sure. you know that's something that we have to push and strive for honestly i feel and you know just life is just it's you know it's full and it's all right and you just have to just take it for what it is it's true. Gotta, you know, stop letting certain little things keep us down and just keep on pushing. All right. You know, I'm Some... trying to, you know, I'm trying to, you know, see things for what they are, you know, try to be positive about a lot of other things in life lately. So, yeah, and you know, it's with cr- all, especially with all the little blessings that's coming around, all, mm-hmm. all my friends having children. Right. You know, so like it's 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 definitely a good way to see th- certain things nowadays. Yeah, I um. I was thinking to myself the other day, and I was like, you know, as you get older, the simp- the very simple things in life, you tend to appreciate more and more. That's true. And That's I was true. just, um, and I'm just like, man, sometimes it's it's not even necessary to even even try to stress yourself too much because you know you already know things are gonna happen. Like sometimes, you know, things do happen. All you got to do is just just try to appreciate those those finer things that you just, you know, you could just take back and be like, ah, that was good. So I know exactly how you feel on that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, our, the third piece of the equation is uh, getting your stuff ready. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, uh, so like, what, like, give the people an update. Like, what's like, you know how? I mean, you don't have to go into great details, but like, what's going on with you? Like, oh man. Uh, so things have been, things have been different lately for me. I've been trying to, trying to transition my whole life in a sense. Um. I'm taking that next step in my life, um, mm-hmm. and I, uh, 
there's things that there's things I had to get I guess situated in the mind, you know, right. and and for a while, and even still, you know, wrestling hasn't even been it for me like lately. So, right. I think I told you this. I don't like to. I don't like to half-ass stuff just to do it. So, yeah. I never. I never. I never thought that. Oh, let me just hit up RJ just to do a show. Like if my if my heart wasn't in it, I wasn't trying to do it because I'm not trying to put something out there that's not something that I'm gonna enjoy to listen to. Like after, you know what I'm saying? So right. And on top of that, I ain't trying to waste your time too on that too. So yeah. And. And I'm just I'm I was I'm I'm not about that I'm not trying to do that I'm not trying to half-ass anything I never half-ass anything, and I tend to realize if there's if there's more bad than good that that uh, that I feel like I'm I'm getting out of the out of like whatever I'm watching, mm-hmm. like whatever shows on, uh there's no point in fucking doing the show I I I ain't trying to do a show like most majority of the time and I'm I just hear myself just bitching and complaining like. You know, damn. You know what? Sometimes, yeah, certain shit is whack. You know, certain shit is you know is not good. We always we we do say that, but I ain't trying to. I'm trying to have a good show. Like, yo, this was actually fucking good, bro. Like, I actually really like this, this, and this. You know, like, so I've just been trying, trying to transition my life like totally, totally 360. And you know, RJ is just a lot of a lot of porn things. I had to just think about, pay attention to, you know, focus on other areas. I started to work a lot, a lot, a lot more because um, since I'm moving away from, you know, Stan, I'm moving to Stan, I'm moving away from Stan, I'm moving upstate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just a lot, man. You know, I never noticed, I never noticed how much time is in a day until you are always constantly doing something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, you're right. It's crazy. It's crazy. You feel like you feel like you don't have enough time in a day if you're when you're constantly doing something. But yeah, man, I feel like my mind is constantly always thinking about doing something. Um, because of this, so. But yeah, um, to everybody that thinks I just abruptly just left Twitter, hey, hey nothing to do with people. Well. It kind of did, you know. People just a lot of people complain a lot, but um, no, I'll be back soon. <laughs> I'll yeah. be back. I'll be back. That goes down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to the chopper. Get to the chopper now. <laughs> uh, um, give me your clothes. <laughs> give me your clothes. Oh, Hasta right. la vista, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> oh, my God. The the one when he was like, talk to the hand. Arnold Schwarzenegger, man. He is one of the worst actors ever, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's he's one of those one-dimensional actors, bro. He can only do, he can only do the action pack, like OD action pack. Like, but he, you, it's not even need- just that. I mean, he is one-dimensional, don't get me wrong. Like, you're not wrong on that. But it's just like, he doesn't do any acting. This is him in every movie. <laughs> it's just Arnold the whole entire time, man. Oh, man. There's there's no real art in that. 
Same thing with Stallone. He's he's the same in every movie too. I am the law. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like he's definitely yeah. You're right. He's definitely one of those one dimensional um, you know, one dimensional actors that just need you need him to hold a like a like a like a big ass like minigun. Bet there's your guy. Him yeah. and him and Sylvester. Yeah, him and Sylvester. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how much longer they could do it though. Both of those motherfuckers old. Yeah, word. Word. If I'm going to be dirty in a few years, like, both of those guys are going to be pushing 60 and 70, right? Yeah, yeah. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those guys are legends. I ain't going to lie. They're legends, but they're not good actors, though. Right. I know what you mean. Great (laughs) So, uh, you watched that, uh, the Tenet movie, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to, you want to give the people a little bit of a, you know, a review on that? Oh, Listen, man, that movie was so unexpected because I just didn't know what I was trying to watch. So basically, the whole spiel is, in a sense, um, time forward, mm-hmm. and then there's time moving. So I don't know. All I'm going to say is I'll just get right back to it. Yeah, it's great. So, 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 RJ, time is moving forward, but at the same time, there is a way that you can move backwards in time. So, mm-hmm. basically, in the point of view, in our point of view, right. it would look like you would drop a bullet or drop a gun, but in the movie's point of view, like the person like that's doing it, it looks like they're dropping the gun or dropping the bullet. It's like it moves backwards only because of how we see it. It's so crazy, and basically saying that there's gonna be there's gonna be a time and point where people become so rich that they're able to just do basically whatever they want. And the movie is really good. Mm-hmm. It comes full circle, and I love that they put Easter eggs throughout the movie. Right. They allowed you to find out the Easter eggs and it made you bring back and go, oh shit, that's when this happened. Like, oh, like. It all tied up it. together. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, the ending was really nice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was, it was such a good movie. It made me, it made me hype for the Batman movie because Robert Pattinson actually did a really good job in this movie. Right. And I like Denzel's son from Black Klansman. And this movie, and I, I like, so I liked him in this movie. And I don't know, man, Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan, bro. A genius. He, yeah, he knows how to make, I like the fact that he made me sit there and think while watching the whole movie and made right. me think to put it together. Like, thank you. That's, that, that's so cool. People don't do that now. No, like, they don't. They just put it, a movie out just to put it out. Yes, yeah, just to make some bread. Like, right. Well, Monty. We, we we have Thomas on the line. Hey, my boy. You, what's up? What's going on, Brose? How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Maintaining. What's going on, Thomas? You doing all right, man? Yeah, I'm pretty good. It's just been a crazy day. So, finally getting a chance to breathe. Hey, man. Hey, I understand that, man. Like, that's, that's life. All Like, Monty can relate. I can relate. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So... It's it's definitely it can get crazy. It can get yeah, crazy, but... and time can slip away from you too. So, like, I yeah. definitely understand. We definitely understand. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem. No problem. 
But uh, no, Monty, definitely. I'm gonna have to check that out though. Yeah, bro. Nah, that the tenant was tough, bro. I ain't gonna stunt. I I waited mad long for it to come out because remember it got it got prolonged. I mean, I don't know if it was it they got delayed or something because of uh because of COVID. So I was just fiending to watch it, and it lived up to to, to my expectations. I was I was excited. It was cool. Yeah. Um. So, did you get a chance to watch uh, the retro SmackDown from last night? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of it. A little bit of it. I caught. I caught bits and pieces. Yeah. So, uh, um, so what you what did you talk about? What happened last night? Um. You know, crazy. My boy Jimmy Uso came back. I peeped that. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, I can't believe they actually, they're actually giving Cesaro shot, bro. What do you think about that? Uh, you know, that's crazy, bro. But the they, only thing is, I know he's not going to win the belts. So that's the right. only part that sucks. Right. Right. You know, what's funny. You know, it's funny. I was just telling Courtney, I was like, you know, you know, it's one thing I do not like about both Omega and Reigns right now. Yeah. Is I know they ain't going to lose this fucking belt. I ain't going to know they ain't going to lose these belts no time soon. Yeah, so it's like, why am I? Wa- I'm watching the matches just to watch the match. A little, point. a little bit. Like I, I feel like that just a little. You know what I mean? Like, yes, okay. Granted, it could be a great match. You know what I'm saying? And it most likely will. But it's like, god damn it! Like, like you said the other day, like we were talking about on the phone. Man, god damn, I could, I could, I could, I could gamble my whole mortgage on that match. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. And <laughs> I, I hate that predictable feeling in wrestling. Like predictability in wrestling can be fun. Well, I mean, not fun, but it can be all right in certain instances. But other instances, it's just like, eh, if I know what's gonna happen, I lose interest. Right, right. Like I don't, I don't believe for one second Cesaro is gonna beat Roman Reigns for that belt. I mean, I would like him to. Don't get me wrong. Exactly, I agree with you. But I, I don't think, and, and plus with the little little tease of tension between him and Rollins. Last night, I think that I think that Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns might be the end game. That would be nice. Heel versus heel. Who's the bigger douche? I think Seth is going babyface. Oh, see, I think they would have. You don't. Right, let me ask you that. Uh-huh. You think it would have been cool? Who's the who to see who's the bigger douche? Or you, you know, think, WWE, I, WWE doesn't do matches like that. AEW would be more prone to do you know, to do a who's a who's a bigger who's a bigger douche. Honestly, that would be cool. Yeah, that would like, be cool. But yeah, you're right. You're right. WWE don't do that. You know, they 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 state the traditions. We need a babyface and we need a heel. True, they do. And Seth works more of a babyface style, anyways. So yeah, like that would that would fit a whole lot more better with um, with Roman Reigns is you know heel dynasty. True. What's going on, Thomas? Yo, Ronnie, bro, I'm over here glitching. I don't even know what's going. On. <laughs> it's all good. Ho- hopefully, the connection will soothe itself out. Um, no, nah, but we was, we was just talking about, uh, uh, SmackDown from last night a little bit and wh- where we think it's going to go. So what did you think about, uh, the Uso, uh, I said the Uso, Jimmy Uso returning last night? Missed the end. Uh, so I kind of caught like the end of it, like s- scrolling through the timeline, um, seeing mm-hmm. what people were saying, but, um, I don't know. I, I just kind of feel like. I want to see more, uh, right. see it develop more. Um, I think they can go many different ways with it. They could. I would be down to see them uh, have Jimmy kind of 
like he's in between. He he's still undecided, and then his brother tries to uh, talk some sense into him, and then they start fighting. Mm-hmm. I would be down to see that dynamic of Uso battle, or even like Jay stepped up to the plate before against Roman, rose him to a new level as a singles competitor. They could go that route with with uh, Jimmy as well. I don't know, but they probably won't go that route right now, uh, yeah. just because of the whole Cesaro thing. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I I definitely feel you on that. Because them being tag team champions is kind of like overplayed. Yeah. They've been tag team cha- Same thing with New Day. Like, it's overplayed. Like, they've been tag team champions so many times over the years. It's time for something different for those guys. So, either one of them being singles guys, I wouldn't mind that at all. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to see them, like, break up, break up to the point where it's like they can never be together again. Which you know in wrestling, you know they people have nasty breakups and get back together anyways. But with the Usos, like people wouldn't actually really believe a blood, blood, blood feud between the two. It'd be like the Bella Twins having a blood feud like from a while back, and yeah, no, we see pictures of them two together at the uh, red carpet, and he's just like, "Yeah, you just killed the whole feud." Right. Yeah. So, like, I I don't want to see that. So they should they should just go the amicable split route if they ever decide to really split them up and have them do singles. Um, I think I think they should. I think they should. I think, I think they should go one-on-one. They should definitely fight each other. Have a little beef like, you know, Jay's like, yo, come on, bro. This I think this is the best route for us. Like, nah, I'm not, I'm not with that. She ain't no bitch like you. Like, what? And then boom. Yeah. Boom. Then they fight. Then he finally caves in like, alright, maybe this is the best route. Do you make them tag team champs? I don't I don't know. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not necessarily... I don't know about that tag team that's champion. Thing yeah, that's yet. what I'm saying. Like, do you make them tag team champions again? Like, why? Why do you have Jey Uso have a single run like that? So, and there's nothing new if they just go back to like. It's not like they they were faces this whole time, and then now this is like their first heel run. Like we've seen them as heels as the champions. We've seen them as faces. We've seen them as this and that. So there's like I don't know. They can't just right. go back to that. Right, right, no, right. They can't. You're right. You're right. And. I just we need a different dynamic for those guys. We need something different from them, and I don't know. Uh, Intercontinental Championship run for one of the Usos might be might be in the works. But the thing That'd about cool. it is that this too, they get injured a lot, especially Jimmy. Jimmy's usually the one that usually gets injured a lot. So I don't know. I don't know how in me, Monty, me and you talked about this a lot on the show. If Vince can't trust your body, he's not going to use you like that mm-hmm. in a big spot, you know? That's true. So I don't know. But I, I would like to see something different come out of this, though, instead of you know, the Usos being the same old, same old tag team champions again, you know? I agree. Especially with them trying to, like, they at least SmackDown looks like they're trying to build new teams outside of the Usos in the new day. Um, with you know the Mysterios and Otis and Chad Gable, who I'm starting to like more and more as a team. By the way, um, who else? Uh, and the Street Profits, of course. So uh, yeah, no, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely uh, not trying to see that again. <laughs> but um, yeah, Thomas, what do you think about Cesaro getting this uh this main event uh push right now? Okay, so I'm I'm torn. I love Cesaro, but I, I wish it was later on down the road because I definitely – it's predictable right now because I literally don't see Roman losing that belt anytime exactly. soon. Mm-hmm. So I felt like if they could have 
I don't know, put somebody else in that spot right now and kind of build Cesaro a little bit more. He beat Rollins. Okay, he beat Rollins again with a little bit of hope. But it's just like, ah, I hate the predictability factor because just like Kevin Owens when he fought Roman, I didn't think Kevin Owens was going to win. I didn't think Daniel Bryan was – I knew Daniel Bryan was leaving SmackDown. Like, I didn't think he was going to win. So I just feel like uh, right now, especially the fact that it's WrestleMania backlash. It's not like it's WrestleMania. It's not like it's – SummerSlam, it's not like it's one of the big pay-per-views where you're thinking, oh, well, maybe this might be the moment. I'm not thinking that. So, but I am happy to see him get his due. In that yeah. sense, uh, he's being, he's not over here in a tag team or he's not over here uh, twiddling his thumbs. He's getting the spot. So, hopefully, they can continue that momentum and it's not just a one-off. Right, right, definitely. Yeah, um, like if they can, and, and that's what I wanted too, Thomas. Like, I wanted them to slot somebody else in there. And have them, you know, have them fight Roman for a couple of months. You continue to build Cesaro up, give him more quality wins over bigger talents, whether it's like Edge or somebody like that that can work with him and help put him over as a big deal. Uh, I know Brian put him over a couple of times earlier on in the year. Yeah. But, uh, even one more match with Brian would have done done the trick and maybe a match with uh, Nakamura. You know, guys like that who are, you know, that top level that, you know, he can easily – you know, get a good believable win off of and, and look strong doing it and, uh, you know, in the process. So I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens after backlash, just really see where they're going to go with them. Yo, what I'm, I'm my, the last thing I'm going to say before I, before I have to unfortunately leave you guys early is you guys have to talk about how weird that fall was for Chris Jericho. It's like he fell on a bunch of marshmallows. But <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but oh, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get I into bet, it. But I'll I'll uh, I'll holler at you guys later. All right, Monty. Hey, All right, bro. Thanks for coming on, man. Of course. All right, man. I check I'll check in with you later. Yes, sir. All right. Peace. Peace. My boy. So, uh, yeah. So, Monty kind of segue <laughs> our uh, our next topic. Uh, you want to get into blood and guts right now? Yeah, we definitely can. I'm down. All right. So, uh, what what did you think about the match, and just in general? Um, the match itself, the blood and guts match. Uh, mm-hmm. I was I was intrigued. It was it was interesting to me. It was entertaining. Um, yeah. the commercials were bugging me. Yeah, uh, for real, because mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just one of those people like I like having the picture in picture, but I'm one of those people when the commercials come on, I'm checking my phone anyway, like I'm on Twitter or anything. So when the yeah. commercial comes on, even if it's picture in picture, if I'm not hearing it, I'm not looking. So I'm I come back and they doing something crazy. And I'm just like, well, I missed that whole setup because, you know, it was on commercial. Um, So I just kind of wish it was commercial free, but I know that probably cost them. A lot of money, maybe. I don't know. Right. Um, they did have some nice spots. Uh, when Guevara did the uh, coast to coast, that was nice. Um, they had a, they had some cool spots in there. Um, something about the match to me, it was a good match, but like, I don't know. Like, I was expecting it to hit like that next next level, and to me, it 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 didn't. Right. It was good. Yeah, and that's your um, 
and and once again, people, I don't want anybody to uh to get upset. That's that's just Thomas's opinion. Um, I like the match, and I I thought it was it was good to see color violence. I like that the pinnacle wore white, so you can see the uh, the effects of the blood, and uh, you know they start off looking all fresh and clean. By the time the match was over, they was a mess. They looked all dirty, like they've been through a war. So I thought that was smart on their part. And plus, uh, you know, the inner circle wearing the prison uniforms from where they're from. Like, that was, that was a nice touch. That was something different and new. Uh, like, Sammy, Ortiz, and Santana, like, they those guys worked their asses off. Along with the, the Pinnacle guys, you know, they really worked their asses off. Uh, to to put on a nice match for everybody, uh, is that that ending though? That ending was just like purity trash, bro. It really was, and it was not so much that Jericho took the fall, although, yeah, it it, it looked bad. Um, oh my my thing about it is this, and that, and this is the the only thing I'll say about this. Of course, you don't want Chris Jericho to hurt himself. You don't want him to go through concrete or anything like that, right? It's just my whole thing with it is the angle that they shot it at. Like right. the angle was just it, it exposed everything. So I think that if they would have shot it from maybe behind MJF, and I pitched this to somebody yesterday, if they would have shot it from behind MJF, right? Him pushing Jericho off the cage and Jericho just falling, right? And then he just turned around with that bloody face and just winked at the camera to to end it all. That would have been perfect. That'd have been perfect. But you know, they they picked the wrong camera angle and it just made everything look bad to end it all. Yeah. It definitely mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely dragged down the match a little bit. I I feel like the ending was it, it, it is what it is. Um, but I feel like that's just honestly a bad look on their part because you have this, you had that sparkler incident at Revolution. It's just they can't catch a break with these endings. I don't know what's going on. And you know, and and one thing I will say about this is that you can you can chalk that all up to inexperience. You know, what I'm saying, and that that's something that they can definitely get better with over time. They can learn from their mistakes. They're still a young company, enough to you know really not have that type of expectation to execute on stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, even though you know wrestling fans can be very very demanding and everything like that, but you can very very chalk that up to inexperience and. And just, you know, the fact that they just, they're new to this kind of stuff. Not trying to make excuses for them, but you can, you can basically do that. Yeah, because when you have a company, some uh, another company, Impact's been around how long? WWE been around even longer. So they know the ins and outs. They have that all at their disposal, all that experience. Vince mm-hmm. is how old he's been in this business, how long? So these people know. So it's just going to take them time to, Kind of get get that rolling in that sense, but they've been killing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like it's been refreshing to watch both shows on on separate nights without like just switching back and forth and causing yourself headaches. Yes. Oh my gosh. Worried about missing missing something on both sides. You know, so like it's it's definitely been refreshing, and I've been I've been enjoying AEW, man. Like I really have been. Um. Even like certain people that I didn't necessarily care for before, like I'm starting to catch, you know, heat for, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely. Like FTR, I wasn't fans of them at all. 
and like in NXT and stuff like that. I always thought they were great wrestlers and a great tag team, but I was just like, yeah, I just never really thought much of them like that. But in AEW, like I liked them a lot. So I don't know. It's it's you know th- there's definitely ways of, uh, of of changing your your view on a lot of different things and and watching a show in its entirety in one setting without flip-flopping to the other channel, it's been very, very refreshing. It's opened my eyes to a lot of different things. Yeah, because what I would do is, at first I was doing, you know, the normal thing, flipping the channels. Then I was getting tired of it, so I would just catch Dynamite and watch NXT later. But then what what would happen is then I find myself getting less and less interested in NXT because I'm like, oh, like, I don't know. Something about watching the shows live versus catching it later is just not the same to me. Mm -hmm. So... When I would watch Dynamite, I always like I would choose Dynamite over NXT unless when NXT has like their special shows and Dynamite wasn't or it was a big match. Like I tuned in for NXT when they had uh Cross versus Escobar. Right. That was that was a banger. Um it was. So I tuned in for certain things over AEW, but I was always like AEW first. But now it's refreshing. Tuesday I got my uh NXT and they moved impact to Thursday, so I don't even have to worry about that. So now everything has its day, and I'm able to enjoy. Yeah, good thing. Good thing you didn't see Impact while Monty was on. He would have had a twitch. <laughs> yeah, he would have flipped. <laughs> what Impact? Oh no, <laughs> Thomas, not that bum ass ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I thought I thought Blood and Duck, Blood and Guts was good. I didn't really care about the rest of the card, to be quite honest with you. And you know that. And I guess that was kind of by design, you know, just to put on a little some filler matches until uh, you know, you get to the big main event because that's all people really wanted to see, anyways. Yeah, that's what people tuned in for. Yes. Here's what I will say: mm-hmm. the one thing I didn't like. Now, besides the blood and guts match, any other matches? Watching on this, right? They had Kenny Omega come out right before right. the match started, and he's talking. Orange Cassidy come out, he's talking. I run downstairs, get a drink. He's still talking. I run mm-hmm. to the bathroom. I come back. He's still talking. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, can he shut up? Like, I don't know. They were probably getting the match ready or whatnot, which is why he was – they were out there probably, like, stalling for time. But I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, can they get somebody else? Like, can they bring somebody else out here to talk? Like, bring bring Pac out here because Orange Cassidy ain't going to say nothing. Bring Pac out here to say something, please, or something. I don't know. Yeah, give me some fire. Give me something. Yeah, I'm not. I I can't connect. Y'all know me. I don't. I don't. I'm not a big Kenny Omega fan. So, like, you know, I'm just. eh, The less I have to hear him talk, the better I'll be. Um, He was rambling, bro. Yeah, he was. And the cage was already down. So I don't know what the hell they were working on, to be honest with you, because the cage was down. I was so mad, bro. Like, I literally, that's why I walked off and I came back. I'm expecting a, a commercial or something to come back to see everybody making the entrance. No, still him. And he just <laughs> blabbing. Like, no, no. And then it's just something about it irritates me because they say this guy is the best in the world, right? People people claim, why am I seeing claims on Twitter that he's the biggest star in wrestling right now? One, no, no, please, no. no. Not. If, One, I, if no. I call the chick, right, and be like, Who's the who who's the biggest wrestler you know right now? She'd probably tell me either John Cena or Roman Reigns. Because right. people have to understand and realize. And this is what I told somebody else last, last week. 
it's not about how great of a wrestler you are. It's about how, what's your aura? Are you a superstar? Kenny Omega's not a superstar, bro. Like, he's not, he's not, no, he's not. a superstar. Stop with the cap. He's, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world, but he's not the biggest superstar in wrestling. You got to stop with the cap, bro. Because right. if I pulled a little kid over and be like, who's the who's the biggest uh, wrestler you know? Who's the biggest, like, the biggest big-time wrestler you know right now? He'll probably tell me Roman Reigns. All right. I just feel like you need that. You need that. You need people to know who you are. Like, non-wrestling fans do not know. Like, in a sense, you need somebody who has that mainstream potential. And in my opinion, people get mad if I say this. If you're not in the E, if you're not in WWE right now, I don't want to hear you claiming to be the biggest name in wrestling because non-wrestling fans, I've had people who I'll talk to them and they say, oh, they don't say, oh, you watch wrestling. They say, oh, you watch WWE. They don't care about Impact. They don't care about New Japan. They don't care. So unless you are Roman, Seth, somebody like that, yeah, I'm not. He's great in the ring. He's yeah. amazing. He's one of the best. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to say he's the best, but he's one of the best. Yeah, but no, he doesn't have that overall. And we talked about it the last time I was on here. You mm-hmm. can't just be good in the ring. You need that that next level, that next, you know, your presence, your look, your everything needs to be on point for me to consider you to be the best. And that's not that's not him. Yeah, it's not him. And 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 to be yeah. fair, I don't think Kenny Omega really wants to be. Honestly, like he's not somebody that seeks to be some type of actor. And see, that's what I mean too. Like. Kenny Omega's not in commercials. He's not. He's not no. doing cameos in movies. He's not doing this, that, and the other. Like he's not a. He's not a. He's not a super. He's not the biggest superstar in wrestling. You got to stop with the cap. Like right. when the when I think of big biggest superstars of wrestling throughout the past, you think of guys like Hogan. You know, for whatever it's worth, how you feel about Hulk Hogan? I'm not a Hulk Hogan fan. I can care less if he passed tomorrow. I'd be like, eh. but. <laughs> And that would be a little cold to say, but I'll say it. And, like, um, you know, John Cena, you know, Steve Austin, even though Steve Austin sucked in the mainstream, like, when it came to certain movies and stuff, like, he can't really act all that much. That's why they bring him in to kind of be stone cold, and that's it. Uh, and Batista, you know, and Rock, you know what I'm saying? Those are big stars. When I think of big overall superstars in wrestling, I think of guys who could touch any facet of the media world and still be recognized for it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that until Kenny Omega does that and does it at a successful rate, he can't be a, he can't be the biggest superstar in wrestling. He's the, he's like I said, one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yes. But biggest wrestling super. No, stop at the cat. Stop. I'll even say, in my opinion, he's not even, in that sense, the biggest star in AEW, because in my opinion, Cody surpassed him. In that sense, ain't Cody on whatever that show is, uh, the Go Big Show, whatever, then he got his own reality show coming out. Like, in my opinion, Cody's a bigger... Yeah, Cody's the biggest star. He's the biggest recognized name they have besides Jericho. He's right. Yeah, you're right. He's not even the biggest star in his company. And Jericho Cody is already a Jer- given Cody because of his past. So you Jericho's know... already a given. Yeah, exactly. You know, Jericho's got his band, WWE exposure. You know, Jericho's been around for a long time. And Cody, son of Dusty Rhodes. And like you said, all the other stuff he's doing out there now, which is why he, he hasn't really been around all that much on AEW for like most of the year. It's like he's been on a big time vacation. You know what I'm saying? So, And, uh, and on top of that, 
Look who he's bringing in. He has Snoop Snoop come out uh, affiliated with Cody doing Cody's song. That song got to go. Uh, yeah, that's but that's go. but he had he had Snoop in there jumping off the top rope. He having match with Shaq. When you when people non wrestling fans view that Shaq match, they gonna see him power bombing Cody. That's mm-hmm. so now you see him even if you don't know who he is, you're seeing him with these big names and you're putting two and two together. Okay, well he's clearly you know somebody big you know. Because, well, look what, what I'm seeing in him. Exactly, like he's like he's he's in the ring with Shaq, and you know Shaq is not gonna do any program with just any old anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this guy's got to be some type of star. He's gonna be some type of name, right? So, yeah, those are those are superstars in wrestling, bro. And Cody's doing, he's making the tours, he's making the rounds. Yeah, like those guys, are not the biggest superstars in wrestling. I'm sorry, like it's it's just facts. It, and it, it is what it is. So, I, I would I would say that Darby Allen, honestly, like, like a lot of the, um, a lot of casual fans that I talk to and stuff like that, like Darby Allen, is like the guy that catches a lot of people's eye right off the bat. Yeah, he got that like, unique look to him with the. He's got the, yeah, he's everything. got that unique look, that unique charisma to him. Uh, like this girl that I work with. Um. I was watching, I was watching AEW, and she was looking over my shoulder, and she saw Darby Allen. She's like, "Who's that?" And I was like, "That's Darby Allen," and she saw some of the stuff she's doing. She's like, "I have to watch that." As she said, "I like him, <laughs> you know, like this style and everything like that right out of the bat." So, like he he catches a lot of people's eyes as far as like people that I know that don't that are not big wrestling fans. So, like, I wouldn't even say that Kenny's the, the guy that even gets a lot of people's attention like that. It's some of the more unique-looking guys on there, like Darby Allen. So, yeah. yeah, but that's 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 as far as that goes. But, yeah, you and I are in agreement that, uh, you know, the Blood and Guts match was good, but that, that, that finish was just – it was weak. It, it was, was bad. It was – it was. that's what I meant, like, when I said it never reached that bigger level because the ending was so anticlimactic. Like, I wouldn't be saying that the ending kind of... If the ending was something... Even if he fell and they made it look more intimidating or they did something more with it, I didn't even like the fact that... I don't know. That's just me thinking. So, the inner circle, they forfeit or they surrender mm-hmm. because Jericho's about to be thrown off. Yeah. Okay. I'm just sitting there like... I kept thinking... They're gonna do that and he's still gonna throw them off. I kept yeah, saying exactly. it. My mom's sitting right there. I kept I keep saying it. She's like, oh no. I'm like, no, he is. What? Two minutes later, what happened? So I'm just like, I don't know. Like something about that kind of I don't know. I, I I'm just trying to think in my head how else they could have ended it. Um had, you know, similar impact. I don't know. But you know what I would have had you know what I would have done? And this is what they need to do moving forward. I would have had MJF break Chris Jericho's arm. Ooh. I would have had him break Chris Jericho's arm with that arm bar, try to and try to get that arm bar over. And I think Jericho would have been down for that. How he would have thought thought of that? You have have him be like, "I'm gonna break his arm." You know what I'm saying? You little bitches. <laughs> I would have had him do something like that and have Jericho just tap out. That's what I would have done. And then, and then. To put more salt in the wound, you could have had him throw him off the off the off the cage onto the stage. Right. 
instead of you know the four because I thought the four fifth stuff was weak too because like like you said and I called it too my sister peeked her head in the in, 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 in the living room she's like he is gonna definitely throw him off the uh the cage and I'm like wow you, you called it because that's exactly what I'm thinking and then sure enough what happened <laughs> it happened when everybody calls it including casual fans or people just peeking their head in to see what's going down if they can predict it then you know us wrestling fans that's been watching this forever are gonna predict it too. But yeah, yeah. I would have I would have had him MJF just break Chris Jericho's arm and just fucking throw him off. Yeah, for real. Or you could have even did something like now he's not I'm just thinking about other matches like this. What happened? Uh Roman versus Jay at uh Clash mm-hmm. of Champions. Was that where it was? And he was just beating the crap out of him. Right. He just kept beating him. Kept beating him. He's bleeding. He's bleeding and his brother had to come and uh throw the towel in. But yeah, something like that is so simple, mm-hmm. but yet it's so effective because oh, you got the blood, more blood. He's he refuses to stop. He's just going ham, going ham. They can't climb the cage in time. Jericho's hurt. Jericho's hurt. Something like that. But I just didn't. It, it's clear he was throwing him off. It's clear. And y'all didn't yeah. even try to climb the cage or something. Y'all didn't. What are y'all doing? Yeah, exactly. Like it was very clear as day. Yeah, I I just thought that was kind of you kind of hate things like that where there's a lot of you know a lot of loose holes and stuff like that. There's a lot of small holes and you know Swiss cheese, you know, in the in the the logic of things, you know. Because you're right, Sammy Guevara and Santana and Ortiz. You mean tell me they couldn't climb a cage and get them? It just kind of spits on in the face of them because I'm just like y'all was putting your your body on the line this whole time. Guevara over here jumping off everything. And just the way it ended, it just felt flat. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I know. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to do, like, pinfall. Even a pinfall. Some, I don't know. Just something to end it more precisely than what they did. If Chris Jericho... Because Chris Jericho's had his fun in the sun already. Like, he doesn't need any more protection. And Jericho, to a certain degree, I'm pretty sure he knows that, too. He could have easily... And I mean, easily... Um, he can put MJF in an arm bar over. Right. By just surrendering to it and just, like I said, just having MJF just break his arm. And that's something that so effective can... and it adds fuel to the fire. Yeah, exactly. And that way Jericho can go away because I'm pretty sure that was done so Jericho can go away for a while to tour with Fozzie or something like that. I'm pretty sure that's why that ending was done because it would be mighty stupid if he shows up next week, even though, I mean, I hope they the don't do that. the whole thing. But it... I hope they don't do that. Yeah, it'd be kind of stupid if he just shows up just walking around just normal, like nothing happened to him. Even though, like I said, the bloom was off the rose on on the spot, but still. Still, he did fall from a a high distance, so you can still sell that to the best of your ability. They couldn't sell that that sparkler thing. They couldn't sell that, but you can sell. You know, he still fell. You can kind of come up with something, make it something. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, um, something else you wanted to talk about? You wanted to talk about, um, uh, who, 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 you know, what's what's our thoughts on the, you know, the future of AEW and who will, you know, they're throwing the, you know, the current champions and stuff like that. So, uh, you want to get into that right now? Yeah, we can. We can do that. All right. So. I guess starting from the top, or well, from the bottom, we'll work our way to the top. 
The women's champion is currently Hikaru Shida, who's been champion for over a year now. As long as I can remember, she's in the champ. Um, so, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. It was nice seeing her win the belt last year, but now the title reign is it's, it's Shingata, man. Like, it's very, very weak. Yes. When you have other women overshadowing her, it's a huge problem. And it's just, I don't know whose fault. I don't know if it's AEW's fault. I don't know if it's Sheeta's fault. I, I don't know whose fault it is. I'm not blaming anybody, but I'm just saying the title reign has been Shingata. Very bad. Um, and it's just, uh, it's not bad in the sense where you, she's performing bad. Because when she has matches, they're good. It's just like, if I have to keep on reminding myself who the champion is, that's a problem, Thomas. Oh, I agree. And like it's a huge problem. Um, and who would I like to see they thrown her? Britt Baker, she's not my favorite, but Britt Baker's the way to go. She has the personality. She's a good heel. And guess what? As they like to say in wrestling, there's always money in the chase. So you can have a bunch of baby faces just chase her for the next year. If anybody should be a champion for a year, it should be her, not Sheeta. Right. So yeah. So what, you, yeah. what do you think? I agree. Um, I feel like Sheeta kind of falls into what Asuka fell into with mm-hmm. her last reign. Um, I love the wrestler. Mm-hmm. I love when they won the belt. Don't love the reign. Um, and then it also uh, makes me wonder, you know, if they didn't do anything really with her that much as the champion, right. <laughs> what's she going to do now? So that's my other question, but honestly, I love Sheeta, but yeah. it's Baker's time. It's it's her time. Yeah, definitely. And then I mean, and there's a lot of women that they're trying to, you know, put some stock into, like Tay, uh, Red Velvet, Jade. You know, so they 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 have women that they're trying to put stock into now, so that I guess so they won't make that mistake again. Once once again, rookie mistakes. You know, like they still have to iron some stuff out. So I, I try not to be too harsh on them when it comes to stuff like that because, you know, they still have stuff to figure out. Yeah. Uh, as much as people want to pretend that AEW is perfect, it's not. You know, they still have some stuff that they have to iron to figure out too and flatten out. Not everything's going to be great. So, yeah, like, if if not Britt Baker, I guess maybe Jade. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I don't know if that's too soon for her. Yeah, it might be too soon. And I don't like this whole thing where, like, people are trying to bid for her now. I don't think she needs a manager. Like, why does everybody need a manager? She just needs to come out and start kicking some butt. Like she's Yeah, that's it. Just... Like, we don't need the whole manager. And she's she's been talking her own. Like, she's fine. She well, she doing can, her thing. Yeah, she can talk. Like, she don't need a manager. She got but... that presence. She's not one of those people that I look at and say, oh, you need a manager. You don't need like, a manager. Move... Like Moose, I think needs a manager. No, he needs somebody to talk to him. Because he verbally he can't talk for shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's a beast, but he need that. He need that Paul Heyman. He needs somebody. He, I don't know if Don Callis needs to come with this man. That that wouldn't make sense. But <laughs> just somebody like that, just to because I don't know the way he talks is just not intimidating. No, he's not. Like he looks like a million bucks, but as soon as he opens that mouth, I'm just like, dude, I can't. I can't take you seriously. <laughs> like Monty said, he needs to go drive in that convertible and sing, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, make him my way downtown. But, um, yeah. yeah, so TNT champion Darby Allen, uh, I think mm. is 
one of more of the better reigns that I'm yeah. enjoying. Uh, I might be a little biased because I'm a Darby Allen fan, but like I've enjoyed his TNT title run. Like I've been enjoying his open challenges, his matches in the main event. The last few weeks have been superb, in my opinion. I've been having a lot of fun. I think the match with Matt Hardy was probably like the best one he had. I didn't like the the one with ten he had was was fine. I hated the finish and I hated Scorpio Sky and fucking. I just I don't care for that at all. I know a lot of people were on the Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page uh, train. I don't like it. I don't yeah, like I, it. I don't. I don't give a fuck. I just don't. And I'm sorry. Oh, actually, I'm not sorry. But yeah, it's just I don't care. I don't care. But. Darby, but all that aside, I'm I'm loving Darby Allen's reign as TNT champion. I love him his dynamic with Sting. Honestly, if it ain't Miro beating him for that belt, or Sammy Guevara, or who else is a younger guy that can Jungle Boy? If it ain't neither of the three of those guys, I don't think anybody should be getting that belt from Darby no time soon. Right. He's mm-hmm. he's a he's a he his title reign is something I can live with for a good bit. Because he's doing a lot of different stuff with the belt. Whereas Sheeta, it feels like her title reign is stagnant. You know what I'm saying? It seems like she comes, then she goes, then she'll defend the belt here. Then you don't hear from her for weeks. Then we don't even get like backstage segments with her. Like, no pre taped like, stuff. Like, at least that like could kind of fill in. Like, if somebody just started watching AEW, they go a whole month and not know who the champ is. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, you have to constantly remind yourself it's her. And it shouldn't be that way. No. It should not be that way. So um, what, what, what do you think about Darby's uh, title run? It's been incredible. Yeah. I'm just He's he's becoming one of my favorites. Uh, before, I, I kind of got his look, but I didn't really get him uh, mm-hmm. when I first started uh, really watching his stuff. But now, man. And the, he kind of scares me, too, because the crap he pulls when they be putting him in body bags and whatnot, like, it's just crazy stuff. And it yeah. makes you want to keep watching it. Like, what? Like, is this man's dead? Like, the stuff he's doing, and it's only helping him to be with Sting. That's people see Sting, people who don't even know, people old school wrestling fans, they see Sting, they're going to tune in. Then they see Darby yeah. Allen. And then they kind of think, okay, face paint, face paint. Okay. Is this like AEW's Sting, like right here? So, yeah, much, yeah. I, I feel like that dynamic is good. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I was a little hesitant because when they did that whole Team Taz versus um, Sting and Allen, I was like, oh, is, is the belt going to be lost in the shuffle? Right. They had their match. He didn't defend the belt at the pay-per-view. That's fine. But then guess what? Now he's over here doing open challenges that made up for it. So Yeah, exactly. That, and I like that they're using him. They're showing younger guys. They, the match with 10... It wasn't the best. It was good. It wasn't the best, but it shows that they're putting their token in on these younger talents. They're they're all in on these younger talents. They're building these people. They're not just going back to, okay, let's just have Cody fight him or let's just have this one fight him, Jericho. No, they're this he him versus Jungle Boy, him versus Ten, him versus, you know, even the Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Matt Hardy ain't win the belt, so I'm fine. <laughs> so yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's. I was fearing. I was fearing that was gonna happen. I was like, God, if they put this belt on Matt Hardy, I'm gonna have a meltdown on Twitter. But uh, I, the thing about AEW is, mm-hmm. 
people who I don't think should be the next champion. But yeah. I can still buy into it. They have so many talent, especially in that mid card level. I can see, I can see somebody from Team Taz taking that belt, like Ricky Starks. Starks, yeah. Um, I could see who else. Um, like you said, Miro. I think Miro's the the reasonable choice. I think that if I had to pick one, I would right. say Miro. Uh, they can cast their lot with a, I don't know, Hobbs. Maybe I don't know who else. Uh, Guevara. Somebody, but I think their best bet right now is Miro. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you want to go that Jungle Boy route, but knowing AEW mm-hmm. and knowing that TNT title, whoever they choose to put it on, I know they're going to do something good with it. So I'm kind of cool with that. But I don't know if Miro's going to win it next week because I mean, they have it laid out. I don't know. Yeah, and, and plus, you can also keep that fact in your mind that. Kip Sabian can very, because he can very well, you know, cost him that matchup. Yeah, he can cost him. I didn't even think about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, he kicked his ass a couple weeks ago, which yo, I was cheering was, for, honestly. Yo, Just but that was long overdue though, because yeah, Miro needs to be on his own. It was nice that he segued him and introduced him in, but after a while, I'm like, okay, like this is getting ridiculous. Miro needs Miro don't work with nobody like this time. Exactly, a big monster like that acting goofy. I thought he, yeah, I thought it was and it's not like he teaming with somebody big, too. Like, it's not like it's Miro and Archer or something, and they over here just dominating everybody. You got, and nothing against Kip, but like, he's some small dude. Like, you don't see him. Like, it's Tom, clear Miro Thomas, was whole, carrying the team. Thomas, Kip is like around, Kip looks like he's around your age, bro. Maybe even younger. <laughs> right. Like, man, this man looks like he's like, he looks like a a thirteen year old boy with you know, with, some, with some dirt on his lip, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, like it's it's ridiculous, bro. Like it really is. But um, yeah, they had to they had to let that go. So I'm glad that they did. And you know, like I said, Miro being champ, TNT champ, I wouldn't mind that at all. Not yeah, at especially all. how he's been booked too. Like he's been booked as his dominant force. They didn't go like half crap on him and coming in. Cause some people they come in and like oh, like Archer. I felt like I don't know. Like I felt like he's not that indestructible monster that he once was in my book. Because they had him lose to, to Cody for the title. Um, mm-hmm. Then they have him. I don't know. It's like they didn't do that with him, which I'm I'm glad. And I hope they don't do something like that to him to Miro. I, I want him to keep all his credibility um, and be just dominant. Just right. Until he lo- wins that belt and until he loses it. I don't want to see, like, no clean losses, no anything. Yeah, none of that bullshit tomfoolery type stuff. No, I feel you. I'm, de- I'm, I'm definitely feeling that, man. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, Miro, Miro Guevara, or uh, Jungle Boy, or, like, guys in oh, Starks are guys that I can – Definitely accept beating Darby Allen for that belt. Anybody else? Yeah, not not so much. I wanted to uh, go back uh, to your previous point where you was talking about. Uh, I had something to say when you were talking about the uh, Scorpio Sky and uh, Ethan Page. Man, I'm telling you, bro, something about that kind of irritated me. That whole tag team thing because I'm just like, okay, here's here's my reasoning. Right. I don't like it. Okay. Yes. You were in SCU, right, Sky? Okay. Mm-hmm. So what happened with that? Two, I'm looking at Ethan Page, right? 
Right. I love the North and Impact. Me I'm too. just like, okay, I love that tag team. He leaves. I'm happy that Josh Alexander getting his uh his due. Um, but right. he leaves. I'm like, okay, so he's leaving. Maybe he's gonna go on and he's gonna do his singles thing because that's they're gonna give him that opportunity. No, he's just in another tag team and a tag team that's not even as good as the North. Get, come on, yeah, exactly. Tag team with no credibility, uh, no type of um, no real continuity. I mean, do we know that Scorpio and Ethan Page are good friends? Like, like at least if we knew they were great friends outside of business. Right, which I'm not friends sure before they, they painted that picture. Yeah, no, they didn't even. It just seemed like, oh, we're over here. We're both bitter. So hey, you're bitter. I'm bitter. Let's go. But how are you? But like, I don't like understand. You just got there. You That's you right. How are you bitter? Right. You just got there. You know. What I just, like, I just hate that. Like, and they didn't even. I'm just looking at the continuity between. Impact and AEW, and I'm just like, I didn't even get like a proper North send off. I'm just like, what is going on? Like, I love that tag team, and yeah. I'm just like, I'm stuck from that. And that's like how I felt kind of in WWE when they did the uh heavy machinery. Uh, Tucker goes to Raw, he's doing crap now, he's gone. Uh, Otis is was on SmackDown, not even with Mandy. Like, it just felt like you know, things just in the gutter. Um, but I am starting to kind of dig the the thing with Gable, and they painted that picture that, like, they're friends, they're training partners. But this, I don't know what... Why? Why Why are you teaming up Sky and why? It just seemed like, you know, they're not doing anything, so let's just put them together. Yeah, for an- another unnecessary tag team, because the AEW's got enough. They, yeah, they don't need any. I don't see them winning the belts. I don't see them doing anything, really, just they're going to be on dark or elevation, just doing anything, but I don't see them winning no belts or anything. Anytime yeah, soon. Me, me either. I don't. I don't see them when rocking any any hardware or anything like that anytime soon. Like it's just. Eh, it's I don't just even want to see like, like a breakup and then a feud. I don't even want to see that. Like I just don't care. Like it's to the point where, you know, they can be there, they cannot be there, and they're good talent. Uh, and it also bugged me because I'm just like, didn't you just turn heel? You just turned yeah. heel. You was turned. rocking Darby Allen after the match. Now, you're, I, 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 you know, I, I can't. And, and another, another thing too. Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels are not upset about this, right? They didn't even even a dynamic with SCU and they're confronting him, and then they do Page and Sky versus SCU. That would be a better story than what they're doing right now. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. And and you said no proper send off. Uh, I don't even remember Scorpio Sky like even like officially parting from SCU on television. No, I just you see him. I I didn't even realize he wasn't even with them. I see him in the uh, casino ladder match, and I'm just like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. He wins that. I'm like, okay. But then it's just like, well, where? I'm just confused. Yeah. Yeah. I, they have some continuity, continuity issues, just like the whole QT Marshall bunny thing. Yeah. Remember, she took him, she went out with him, bleed him, bled him dry. And all of a sudden, I got a lovely wife in the audience. I'm like, what? <laughs> Does she not watch the show that she was all up on this chick's, uh, you know, all up on this chick? Like, she's got to be the world's uh, dumbest wife. 
Yes. Yeah, sometimes I hate when they do certain things because I'm just like, all it takes is, you know, we know. We, like, I don't know. It's like, we know that, I don't know. Like, we know that, you know, you're married. Like, it's clear. Like, we can, like, or when you see, like, what did WWE do before? It was, like, 2015. They had uh, the Lana and Rusev and Dolph Ziggler and Summer Rae. And then Rusev and Lana, what, did they get engaged? <laughs> it was just like, yeah. oh, well. <laughs> well, we got to stop that one. Story we got to stop that one. And, and certain things, I'm just like, please don't interfere the real life. Uh, relationships into the wrestling in that sense. Like, don't do not do that. Because we know, I, I knew that they weren't really broken up. And then they get engaged. And then it just makes the whole story look dumb. Right. And it's just like, bleh. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see it. Exactly. So, uh, the tag teams, they have the Young Bucks, who, you know, everybody knows is my favorite tag team in the whole wide world. Not. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Good lord, oh, just douchey, just douchey, <laughs> douche chills, bro. Oh. Um, what's your thoughts on the Young Bucks' title reign? I mean, to be to be fair, I just honestly don't care. Um, <laughs> I honestly could care less. Um, I like the Bucks, I guess. They're not yeah. my favorite. It's not like I dislike them, but I mean, I like them in ROH right now. I, I could really care less what they're doing. Um, I don't know what they can do with this. I just feel like, you know, they have the belts, but they defended them against uh, uh, Pack and Phoenix. Um, yeah. What else? Did, I don't even know, but um, I don't know. Like, I, this whole, they're in that whole thing with the Elite, the Kenny Omega storyline with the Good Brothers and them, and then. Kingston and Mox. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, do you really need the belts for that? Like, just, I don't know. Just, I don't think they need the belts. They don't need right the now. belts. To me, the Young Bucks are bigger than the tag team division anyways. Like you said, they're in the middle of this storyline right now. They don't need the belts. They're bigger than the belts. There's not really a focus on the belts. The focus is on that storyline. So, unless we're seeing, unless right now where they do uh, Kingston and Mox versus the Young Bucks for the titles. That, that could be, be something. Yeah. I'll I'll accept that. Mm-hmm. But anything else, I'm just like you know you could, y'all could lose them because they're not really tying in. Has right. no real. And I and I'll tell you right here right now, SCU's getting broken up uh, on Wednesday. Oh yeah, definitely. They're not. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna pin the heat on the Young Bucks for that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like. Uh, it's just I don't know. That's not that's not something I'm I'm enjoying. Yeah, sure they put on good matches and everything like that, but I just don't enjoy the Young Bucks and I'm not enjoying the title reign, so it's just like, eh, whatever. Young Bucks it is what it is. Um who do you think should beat them for the belts though? Um I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. they have a lot of options. I, I would love to see I love Jurassic Express. I would love to see them get a reign. Yeah, as a tag team, um, if if Jungle Boy doesn't continue to go after that TNT title, um, who else? I would love to see Death Triangle win the belts. I mean, there's so many tag teams in AEW. I can see. I'm I'm blanking right now uh, on who the actual tag teams are. I'm scared that they're gonna do. And I really, 
personally, I just don't care. I'm scared that they're going to do uh, – so they're going to beat uh, SCU. They're going to beat somebody else. They're going to beat somebody else. Then I feel like they're going to do the Good Brothers versus uh, the Young Bucks. And I, I've always had that feeling since I've seen the Good Brothers uh, come on AEW. And I'm just like, are they going to do that match? And I feel like they're building up to it. I don't know if anybody else uh, is with me. I think so too, because there's no I'm use to having it. two ta- there's no use to having two tag teams in one stable. Right. So I just feel like they're they're gonna implode. Somehow yeah. that whole stable is gonna implode. And I, I just don't wanna see that, to be honest. Two good tag think, teams. Yeah, I think I wouldn't be surprised if I don't know, because I'm trying to see who'd be the babyface and who'd be the heel in this situation though. I think I think Carl Anderson and them they're gonna go back to being BCOG soon. And I think once it's safe to go back to Japan at a at a nice comparable rate, I think that's I think that's when things are gonna fall apart for them. Mm. As far as them being a part of the elite, so to speak. So I don't know, I guess we'll just we we'll have to see all that. But I, I, I had that feeling too since day one that they were gonna do the the good brothers versus the young bucks. Especially since they lost the impact belts. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That just opens. That means the they all in. That means they really all in for, for the AEW side right now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, their focus doesn't really seem to be on impact at the moment. <laughs> no. I don't understand. And plus, hey, they're good friends with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega anyway. So it's just like. Yeah, they fit like in. Whatever. They wouldn't, they wouldn't mind having them. Oh, exactly. At all. So. Yeah, I mean, the Good Brothers are one good option to get the belts off of them. Honestly, I would like to see Phoenix and, and Pac have a run with the belts, too. Yeah, they left that, you know, they left that door open, you know, by, you know, having them rip the mask off of Phoenix. Phoenix come back and get his revenge on uh, on the Young Bucks. Yeah, that would be good. They definitely, yeah, they definitely can do that. Because um, they're definitely, the story's there. They can continue building that. There's so many teams. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just thinking, like, even if I want to see, I can see Santana and Ortiz. I can see who else? I mean, Team yeah. Taz. I, I don't know if they they could win. The Cage thing and with, Hobbs as a team, that would be. <laughs> they would be beast. Yeah, exactly. The thing with AEW is, which I'm not, I'm not trying to bash other companies, but you, you know the E. And, and the tag team wrestling. I, I feel like with the WWE, right, you mm-hmm. have, in a sense, I feel like the tag team belts lose meaning or lose value because you have teams come up, right? Like, I think two years ago, right, they had WrestleMania. They had the Revival versus um Hawkins and Ryder for the belts. And right. Hawkins and Ryder picked up the shock and ended uh, Hawkins' losing streak. Okay, fine. But there was no real build to these guys in the first place. Then, so it seems like you guys breed people for a few months to go to win the belts. Then, when they lose the belts, you, you like they focus on the same two teams, and everybody else just kind of falls to the wayside. Like Raw now, Lucha House Party, they're not. I don't see them any credibility. There's Shelton and Alexander. Well, they just broke up, but they didn't have no steam anymore as well. So it's like, 
the thing I like about AEW is I see pick any AEW team, I could see them actually putting and I, if they won, I wouldn't be like, oh, oh no. No, like everybody half the more than half the teams there are credible enough right about now and put up a good fight. I can see SCU if they wanted to, even if they wanted to go to Dark Order, anything, I I wouldn't feel like they're out of place winning those belts. Yeah, and I mean, and that's 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 a that's a good thing and that's a bad thing too at the same time because too much anything will you know be, can be overwhelming sometimes too. That's true. When you slap together everybody you know in tag teams. How many these people have a chance to get an opportunity right away? You know, that's true. So that kind of that that hurts a lot of things too, and especially when they're just slapping unnecessary guys together too. If you're already a made a made tag team already coming in, then that's fine. But when you're slapping all these guys together that just have no type of continuity, either Page and uh, Scorpio Sky together as teams, like it's just like, bleh. yeah, it's like why? Like, where's it go? Like I'm sorry, like I like I'm old school, like I like tag teams with continuity, man. The only the only team recently that I really like that didn't really have that continuity that kind of started to mesh well was the bar. They started off as enemies, then they kind of, and then they became one of my favorites, but that's it. Like, I don't like the random pairings. Yeah, but, I mean, they still, even them two, they had something in common. They were both European brawler-type wrestlers, you know, both freak athletes, too. Like, so they had, like, things in common that you can kind of believe that, yeah, they would hate each other, but you can also believe at the same time that they actually, they would actually like each other, too, at the same time. They would grow to admire each other, which which is what happened. And they did build that story of, they yeah, had exactly. the best of seven series, mm-hmm. uh, and they were, they hated each other. But then they built that story, McFoley makes them a tag team. Like, at least they built it, and I see what you're saying. They at least built it up to the point where you see them as enemies. You see them slowly because then they were teaming and Cesaro was getting cheered. Sheamus was getting booed and they kind of played that out. And I love that. And then Mm -hmm. over time, you see them mesh and develop to the point where they were facing the Usos and the New Day and they they fit in like you. They are a bona fide tag team now. Exactly. So, I mean. You definitely, definitely have to take that kind of stuff into consideration too. If you if you want to build a team, you have to build it up from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Especially like I said, when it's not a a, a made you know, already made team, you have to really build that said two guys up into a team. You know that's the perfect formula to do it. Just Sky and and Page. Like I have more questions than I do answers at the moment. So. I agree. That's that's just that. Um, and the world title, Kenny Omega, uh, the world's greatest wrestling superstar. <laughs> uh, you know, others on the internet calls him uh, Twinkle Toes with Finger Bang. Uh, you know, Fluffy the uh, you know the uh, the tap dancer, Mister Jazz Hands. You know, all these other Mister Sex Phone, uh, Mister Phone Sex Operator. Um, you know, he has a bunch of different nicknames, but, uh, you know, Kenny Omega is the uh, current AEW world champion. Uh, Kenny, not the biggest fan of his. I think everybody knows that, but Kenny Omega, you know, I would have to have my wrestling card revoked if I said that he was, 
you know, if, if I was to tell you that he wasn't good at his job and, you know, that's, that's just that. Uh, as far as who's beating him for the belt, I mean, there's a lot of guys I'd like to see him beat, uh, like to see Kenny lose that belt to. Uh, I can probably write a, a top 10 list, honestly, but one of the guys that I would like to see him win that belt, uh, win the belt off of Kenny is Hangman Page. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I just think that the story is already there. Uh, you know, when when Kenny beat Hangman, you know, Kenny went to the top. And Hangman's kind of been, you know, struggling, you know. So I just think that it's like, blah. Like, but it's a good blah, though. That's something that could tie into a nice video package and a nice story later on down the road. So I think all things will, all the stars will align and they can make something nice out of it. And Hangman finally gets the big, big win. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what do you think about Kenny's run and who you think should knock him off? I mean, like, I'm with you on the Kenny Omega thing. Like, I think he's good. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Like, he's good. Um, I feel like this whole belt collector thing he's doing, he got the triple a title like he has the impact unified belts mm-hmm. um i don't know i just feel like and somebody on twitter i forget their exact words but they just were saying like is what's important you don't he's not making the belt feel important like right. somebody like roman or somebody like drew mcintyre made the belt feeling like make their belts feel important like they're fighting for their belt. Kenny's just like, oh, I got these belts. And then, like, they're, it's almost like they're props. And he's out there for the story. Like, I don't know. Just something about his title run isn't really clicking for me. I think something that brings it up is intrigued that he has all the belts. And that, you know, oh, is he going to go to ROH next and win their belt? Or is he going to go to MLW? Or is he going to go, you know? So you have all of those, uh, that aspect to it. Um, well, he better as, not go to MLW and beat Fatu for that belt. Uh, I, I, I strangle Court Bauer for doing something like that. A badass imagine. like Jacob Fatu losing to Kenny. O- oh, <laughs> now, I will yes. say this. If if they have any type of relationship with Ring of Honor, you could have Kenny beat Roosh for his belt, whoever's the Ring of Honor champion. Uh, New Japan is Will Ospreay at the moment. I don't know no. about that. I don't know yeah. about that. But yeah, like no, oh, no, just stay away from MLW. <laughs> Please. Yeah, Jacob but Fatu's had a perfect run. And the only person I want to see beat him for that championship is Hammerstone. Hammerstone, Hammerstone is a beast. He's Hammerstone a beast. Hammerstone is the only guy that needs to beat Fatu for that championship. Oh, Kenny Omega. Thomas, come on, man. Don't put that in my head. <laughs> like, I'm not even an MLW guy, but, man, I love Hammerstone. I'll be catching his stuff. Hammer, Hammer. Hammerstone. He's Hammerstone such a beast. Man. He's such the a man. Beast. Um, yeah, but as for, I don't know, like, he's not making the title run feel as important as it should to me. Like, I felt like Moxley was better. The only intrigue that's getting me is the belt collector thing. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. and I, And I don't like the fact and something that sours his title reign for me is I just keep thinking in the back of my head, like, okay, Kenny Omega is the Impact champion. What else is Impact getting from this? 
Like that's just in the back of my mind. So that's always every time I see that impact belt, I'm just like, whoa, like what? Why? Like I, I thought it was gonna be something like an invasion or something, but it's just Kenny coming over, taking the good brothers, <laughs> taking the belt. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just, and and that's something that me and a lot of my friends have been wondering too. What is Impact gaining from this? Because it seems like they're just taking a they're taking a verbal smacking, man. It's just it just doesn't seem like they're on equal levels here. It seems oh, like man. okay, we're gonna Kenny's gonna take the belt and blah 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 blah. And yeah, they're trying to set up who's gonna be Impact's savior at the moment, but it's just like okay. Especially when you hear rumors that Moose is supposed to. Yeah, especially when, uh, you know, Moose is supposed to be leaving, like his contract is supposed to be expired and stuff like that. So I'm not sure. Like, like, I mean, Chris Bay beats him for the belt. I mean, that'd be that'd be pretty nice for, like, you know, us to, you know, believe about you know, I believe about, you know, doing it for the culture and stuff like that. Like, that'd be dope to see. And plus, Chris Bay's a good dude and everything like that. So, you would like to see something like that. Rich Swan, I ain't trying to see that man with the belt no more. Sorry. Yeah, no. It's... He he got to go with that. I, he he was all right. Like, he, he really... He didn't really connect. He wasn't... We talked about that. Didn't we talk about that the last yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. We talked about that last time. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But, yeah, he just got to... Yeah. Nah, he needs nah. to stay away from out of that picture for... Mm-hmm. A minute. I think he needs to play. And just who else? Like who else? Like Impact doesn't have heavy hitters, bro. They don't uh, like. The only thing, now they did paint the Callahan thing, right? I I could see them. Here's what I see. Honestly, they're doing that six way at I don't know what is it under siege. Under is that the next yeah. pay per view? Mm-hmm. If Kenny Omega loses that belt, he's not losing until Slammiversary or something else after that. But I could see them doing. I think he's getting a few defenses in there, Maybe, even if it's just one. Like, he's getting the defense in there. So whoever wins the six-way, I don't see them beating him. Um, So I could see Sammy Callahan wins the six-way, since they already painted that kind of picture, um, that story with – because he was talking to Don Callis and everything. Mm-hmm. They, I could see them doing that. I could see them – or they can go the route to build, like, Trey up or somebody like that and kind of elevate them in that sense. But they're not going to beat him. So my gut feeling was slam anniversary. Excuse me. We doing Moose versus Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. But Moose's contract is expiring. So what I'm thinking is, unless they bring it up, what if they bring in? Um, they got some big names on that slam anniversary uh, ad that they've been showing. What if they bring like Samoa Joe in? What if they bring in somebody, somebody out an outside force? That's who I can see. I feel like they have a shock in mind that's going to be Kenny Omega that then they might bring in some eyes to impact because oh some old Joe just beat Kenny Omega oh and now we're going to tune in something they they need something something big right I'll tell you right now Brian Myers is not the answer <laughs> no God Brian Myers oh my God and this that will honestly spit in the face of people who are who are wrestling fans who know what he was doing as Kurt Hawkins. Kenny Omega, right. You have a losing streak and I, nah. 
No, that's just a spit in the face. Certain things, yeah, certain things, <laughs> the credibility is going. Like, I don't even care if you're in a different company. The credibility is not there. Like, you need to just take your time, but Yeah, it's still shot. Yo, that would be cr- The internet would literally explode. Wins via roll up. <laughs> he, he, he rolls up Kenny Omega. One, two, three. Oh my God. Brian Myers just did it. He just beat <laughs> Kenny Omega. What? Yeah, Mario Ronaldo. What the hell? And then if that happens, I'm going to need uh, Matt Cardona to come right out. Have it uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn type time. Let him come out and just beat the crap out of him. Gives him the, the Rough Rider or whatever the hell he's calling now, the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Oh no, my that God, was, yeah. Matt Cardona. Because at least Matt Cardona looks like a beast. He just, Brian Myers looks like a jobber still, bro. Yeah, he doesn't have that same feel. Like, Matt Cardona, if they really build him, honestly, contend. If they build him in that right yeah. way. Yeah, because he, he looks He's a star. He looks great. He's always been a star. I've always seen star power in him, which is why mm-hmm. it pissed me off how WWE used to book him, especially yeah, at yeah, the exactly. WrestleMania 32. When he, come on. Like, I love The Miz, and that title run for Miz was incredible. But I, even if it was just, he held it for a month until the next pay per view. Like, I just needed Ryder to get that. I was, I was so mad. But yeah, I'm, I wouldn't mind that either. Um, but as for the AEW side, championship, a World Heavyweight Championship, I don't know. I, I, I see Hangman. Um, and that's, I feel like that's everybody's pick when you ask, you know, who's gonna dethrone Kenny Omega. Everybody goes to Hangman Adam Page. And I still think that, hey, there's a 90% chance that it's going to be him. I think the thing that they, the story that they told this week when he lost to Cage is, you know, Cage is going to still be that big guy, mm-hmm. but not right this second. Right. You know, they're going to let somebody else. So maybe they do. Well, they already announced, you know, the number one contender match, uh, Pack versus Orange Cassidy. None of them are winning that belt. So. I don't see they're not beating yeah. Omega. So that's just like placeholder matches until I don't know, maybe they're waiting for a big crowd to return. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's when they pulled the trigger with that whole thing. Cause you know, the crowd not being there to kind of postponed a lot of stuff with the elite and everything like that. So yeah. I could see them they're they're gonna they're gonna hold it off. And that's why they have that whole that's why it's good that they had that whole belt collector storyline because still bringing intrigue and eyes. But they're, I think they're building towards that big moment. Or, on the other hand, they could. It's AW. I really don't know. Um, nine out of ten times, I'm gonna say Hangman Adam Page. But who else is in there? You could. Ooh, they they could even Christian maybe I, probably not, but they could if they really want to go that that route. Christian Cage versus Omega. Oh, I, thought they were going, I thought they were going in that route, too, but I guess they don't want to have Christian just waltz right in, get a title shot, and lose already right off the bat. So I guess they're stalling it. Who which else? I think like, would be, which I think would be good, too. That, that's something you say for another That would be a banger. That would be a banger. Yeah, it would. It would. Definitely. I, no, I definitely agree with that. And they should save that for maybe All Out. Yeah. And you got to so, yeah, take advantage of these opportunities dude. now because Christian, man, his match back against uh, Kazarian, yo, fantastic. That he he proved he proved himself in that one. Like he still got it. He does. He does. And like Christian is definitely 
one of the uh, one of the best. I mean, Christian's one of my favorites of all time. Like my mother used to get mad at me for for cheering, you know, a cheater. <laughs> and she said, you know, you're cheating. You you cheer for a cheater, somebody that cheats, and somebody that you know that does this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, yeah, it's. Ah. I'm sorry. It's just you know, I like the guy. I like Christian. So like, so what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but for me, it's not the Christian or uh, Page. I can see. I, I see them doing down the line Omega versus um. I can see them doing Omega versus um. What's his name? Uh, not Moxley. The other guy. <laughs> My mind is going blank. Uh, dang, what's his name? Callahan? No, not Callahan. What's the uh? Jeez, the guy who's teaming with Mox. Man, I know his oh, name King. too. Oh, Eddie Kingston. Yes, Eddie Kingston. Jeez, that's that's what I call a brain fart, bro. That's just, no, that was anyway. Yeah, I could see them doing that. I don't see Kingston winning the belt, but uh, yeah. Yeah, give him another world title match against Kenny. I, I don't see. I don't think they should do Moxley versus Omega again. Anytime soon, right now. I don't. Um, I don't think so either. Um, I think I've had enough with that. Two good wrestlers, but I think you know you'll need to pull it down for a minute. So, yeah, just some I, interesting title feuds in there to be good for his ring. I think Moxley and like you said, or you touched on it a little bit earlier. Moxley and Kingston should go out to the tag team titles. Yes, and you have, and you bring in Sammy Callahan. Who has history with both of them? You bring him in to kind of help watch their backs against the big, the good brothers. Yes, that would be dope. And while he's trying to, because Callahan, he was he was one of the ones that was against the whole Impact, you know, AEW relationship from the get go. So it kind of makes sense that he's the person, you know, on camera that's you know showing out and, and getting in the face of Don Callis, uh, Don Callis. So. Yeah, definitely. It's just that my thing with Sammy Callahan is that his booking is so inconsistent. Like, he's a heel one week, then he's a babyface the next week. He's anti this, but, you know, he's taking favors from the boss. It's just his his booking is all over the place. That's my main problem with Sammy Callahan. You got to pick one lane and stay stay in it for at least a few months. Instead yeah. of changing directions every other every other month. That's my problem with him. That's my problem with Impact's booking in general. The more things change, you know, the more certain things stay the same, and that's Impact's problem. They don't know how to successfully book anybody for a long term as a babyface because they're always switching guys all the time. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. So that's all the champions and everything like that. Um, So you want to get into some of these questions that we got? Sure, I'm down. All right, so I think we we only got a few. I, to be fair, I did put out that that thread a little late last night, so because um, I I literally thought about it at the last minute to uh to do that. So that's my fault, but I do believe we got some questions in. So let's see what we got. Um, so my good my good friend Tom, uh, PWE. Strong, he asked, "Who do you see as the weak link within the pinnacle?" Ooh, boy, Thomas, you want to take this one first? <laughs> um, you know, 
I, I gotta go with Spears, man. He I, I, he he hasn't been of any importance. He hasn't been of any importance. Uh, so him being there right now, like I thought, honestly, I said, okay, I said the blood and guts match could go one of two ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either, you know, I I knew that you know the inner circle's gonna lose. Then I said, you know what? If I'm really being fair, mm-hmm. they could just start kicking Sean Spears' butt, <laughs> and you know. He submits or whatever. Because honestly, like he's not like Wardlow looks like a beast. Wardlow yes. is a beast. FTR an established tag team. Mm-hmm. You have MJF, this cocky heel. He's he's been portrayed as a big deal. Then you have Sean Spears who's really been doing nothing. Exactly. Like he, he goes from WWE doing nothing. And he comes here doing nothing. So hopefully this will elevate him and make make us think, you know, he's something like maybe he can be main event. Yeah. No, probably not, but maybe he can go up to the TNT title, maybe with a little bit more something to him. I don't know, but right now, yeah, he's, he's a weak link when, when looking at them. Yeah, I, I agree. I echo everything you just said, man. Everything you just said, like Spears is the weak link, bro. MJF is interesting. Warlow is going to be a future world champion in my eyes. So is MJF. Uh, FTR, one, the, the, one of the best tag teams, psychology, physicality. Uh, being crisp in the ring, like those guys are the best tag team in the world. If you're looking for a tag team that possesses all those qualities, uh, Sean Spears, he's just the follow-away guy. Hell, I take Tully Blanchard over Sean Spears. I can believe Tully Blanchard could kick Kenny Omega's ass. <laughs> you know, say that Tully Blanchard's how old? Like seventy something years old, and he looks fantastic. And he's more of a badass than Sean Spears. When he was yelling at Sean Spears for for being a failure, I was I was like, "Hey, Tully, just smack the dog shit out of him, man, and just take the role yourself," <laughs> you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's you know we're we're both at agreement that Sean Spears is definitely the weak link. Uh, then my my boy Mac Fafita, um, prayers go out to you, Mac man. Uh, I know you've been having a rough time, and uh, you know, uh, yeah, I'm here for you, brother. I know that I haven't been there for a while uh, to check up on you. I've been going through my own stuff, but yeah, man, I just hope that everything goes well for you and uh, rest in peace to your friend, man. But he asked, uh, what's the pinnacle for the pinnacle? I'm biased as I'll get out because I'm an FTR mark, but man, these guys are young and all great telling Sean a great minds as well to add to that young core. Uh, The pinnacle can go as far as AEW will let them. Uh, MJF is so good at getting heat. He's a guy that wants to be a heel. I think he can be a world champion. Wardlow is such a monster heel in the making, or a monster babyface too. Like he's he's a monster in general in the making. All they have to do is just let him be, let him progress and get better at his own pace. Instead of one thing, that's one thing I like about AEW. They're not shoving as much as you know. I give them hell for not pushing much of the big guys like that. They're not giving Wardlow and other guys that are not there there yet on that level. They're not giving them too much that they can't handle. So they're pacing him right. So he's going to be Wardlow in my mind. He's going to be fine in, within the next couple of years to go after you know the world championship because that 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 guy's a monster, bro. And his F five where he just throws and tosses him in the air like that shit's just it's like the F ten. Yeah, exactly. That's an F ten. Hell, I would argue that's an F one hundred. 
My God, he did that that joint the uh the Jungle Boy. I was like, damn man, and stone him around. Yeah, man, like my man was going for a ride. Uh, and Tully and Sean, look, hey, there's one thing I would never say anything bad about Sean Spears. His his work ethic is there. Yes, Uh, Sean Spears is a great worker. He is, but he's just like him as a character. It's just like blah. But yeah, he's a guy that's gonna help MJF and help Warlow. Uh, FTR, they don't they don't need help. Like they're established, but like MJF helping him become better as a heel and as a worker too, because MJF is so young and helping Wardlow too, uh, get better. Like that's definitely and Tully's there too. So that's the pinnacle. Like I said, the pinnacle for them, uh, it's just it's as high as AEW wants it to go, because those guys all have something to offer and bring to the table, anyways. So just, they can only go as far as AEW will let them. What do you yeah. think, Thomas? I'm, I'm going to basically echo everything you just said. Yeah. Like, it's just so good. And it's just such a great dynamic that they have. Mm-hmm. And and knowing AEW, I know that they're going to put the proper time and development into this faction. They're not just going to, okay, you know, we're going to build you for a few months and we're going to just, you know, disband you. Or, no, like, they have long-term plans with the pinnacle. That's why they put who they put in it. Um, so, yeah, I definitely agree. And I would, I would definitely love to see Spears get some more depth to his character uh, working with MJF. I, I need to see them. I don't know. Just some some dynamic with just him and MJF. Maybe they team up, like, form, like, a mini tag team within the pinnacle or something, and they come out, and, like, they're both on the mic going back and forth. Because, you know, we already see that uh, – wasn't that already kind of set that relationship between them? Because, like, early pandemic, they were betting on matches. Yeah, exactly. So that that dynamic's already there with them. So I would love to see them do something, and they both go on the mic, and they just ripping their opponents to shreds on the mic. Like, just something to make me care about Spears, because he really wasn't doing anything of importance before the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. So just him... They need to elevate him a little bit to get to other people's level, not in terms of the ring, but in terms of the character. But besides that, and the importance all... of it, right? Mm-hmm. And if they put like the proper time into building all of them up, and you already see that dynamic with Wardlow and MJF, they were already together. FTR t- tag team, so they just gotta mesh everything together, and they're they're all good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, I'm def- I, I'm definitely with you on that. Um. My son, Colorado's most wanted, Dax Kai asked, who's your top or who's your top three goats in wrestling, male and female? You want to take this one first, Thomas? Okay. I'll start off with my male. Uh-huh. Okay. I got to put top three, you said? Yeah. I, I guess top three for male and for female. For male and female. Okay. I got to put Austin. I'll go Austin. Mm-hmm. I'll go Taker. Right. Give me Taker. And a lot of people don't agree with me, but I got to put my guy. He's been my favorite of all time. I got to put Cena up there. Those are my three. Austin, Taker, Cena for me, for male. Stars that change the game. Right. All right. So uh, what about females? I got to think more about that. I'm thinking... Trish is up there. Um, mm-hmm. Here's the thing, like, 
I know the importance of somebody like China, but I just didn't grow up. Like I wasn't, you know, wasn't around for that. Yeah, I wasn't around for that. So my thing would probably be somebody more modern. Um, so Trish, maybe Lita up there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll put somebody modern, like maybe like a Sasha Banks, maybe like somebody. If AJ Lee was still around for longer, maybe AJ Lee would be up there. But I got to put like two of the four horsewomen and uh, Trish Stratus. Any combination, right. I don't know. Right, and and you have to go with what you know and what you what you what you experienced yourself. You know what I'm saying? Not, not what other people around you say. Um, my top three goats in wrestling. Uh, The Rock, definitely. I mean, The Rock was the one that kind of brought me to the dance. Hell, my nickname is uh one of my, one of my nicknames, uh you know is after him. People think it's after Balboa, but it's not. It's after the Rock, <laughs> Rocky. You know that was definitely after, you know after the Rock. Um, so yeah, Rock number one, number two, Eddie Guerrero. I mean, Eddie was one of the guys, especially especially his last run, his second run when he came back after getting fired, like Eddie was just on fire. Like he was a man possessed. He was a man that wanted to prove his worth. He wanted to, to let everybody know that, yeah, he, he made his mistakes, but here I am, I'm working hard to overcome all that. And that's what Eddie did. And, you know, when he, the, the day he passed away, it was just probably one of the saddest days of my life. You know what I'm saying? As a little kid hearing that a guy that you watched on television uh, for so long at that point, at that point, when Eddie died, I was 12 years old. I was 12 years old. So I watched this man for all my life on, te- on television at that point in time, and he just passed away. It was just, that was a very sad day. And uh, number three, as far as males go, um, I would say Booker T. Booker T was another guy that overcame a lot of stuff, too. Um, to, you know, just the, you know, being an African American to to win the gold and, 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 and not to fill an agenda like Booker's talent, you know, it backed all that up. You know what I'm saying? It was, it's not like WCW just picked one random black guy and just slapped the world title on him, just to slap it on him. Like Booker T worked hard. He earned it. He developed a, a character of flow and he was good in the ring, you know, to, to attain all that. So I definitely, uh, it was definitely good to see Booker T win that belt when he did back in uh, the last episode of WCW. Like, that was really cool. Well, to see him close out WCW, I should say, by having by beating Steiner and, and holding that belt, carrying it over to WWE. Um, as far as females go, Trish, Lita, um, and Melina. Those are my goats as far as, like, women's wrestlers and stuff like that goes. Like, Trish and Lita were definitely pioneers. Trish, like she, we went on a journey with Trish. You know, Trish was, well, I did. Uh, I can't speak for Thomas, but yeah, I went on a journey with Trish. You know, like I'd seen Trish when she started out and uh, and what she transformed herself into. Uh, She wasn't a great wrestler in the beginning, but she transformed her way into that. And she became one of the best by the time she hung it up. Like she was one of the GOATs. And uh, Lita, you know, same thing. Uh, Lita wasn't green or anything like that, but Lita, Lita started off with Esa Rios and <clears throat> and worked her way, you know, to the Hardys, and then worked her way into the, you know, to the matches and everything like that. And she definitely did her thing. 
So we, we got to grow with Lita and Trish both. And Melina, same thing. When you think about it, she started off as a manager too. And then she came back and, you know, started wrestling. And she was one of the best performers. She was she was the best of a, a bad situation called the Divas era, if you ask me personally. Uh, you know, whenever Melina had a match, I was hooked into it. Whereas anybody else had a match, I was just like, eh. Whatever, I can just go ahead and skip this because it ain't gonna be all that great anyways. But um, yeah, those are definitely my as uh, males and females go. The Rock, Eddie Guerrero, Booker T, Lita, Trish, and Molina. Yeah, those are great picks. Um, just me like being, you know, a younger wrestling fan, and mm-hmm. honestly, I started a little bit late. So, you know, my my, my dad and my sister. They all watch wrestling as I was growing up. I, I didn't really latch onto it. Um, the only thing I really retained from that, from like overhearing and uh, occasionally tuning in, was John Cena, which is probably why he's my favorite. Um, but I started watching. I checked it out around like 2011, 2012. But I really became like, I guess you would say, a hardcore fan. Like I would tune on, tune in, you know, to SmackDown or whatever, you know every now and then, but I didn't really, wasn't really invested. Um, I really became a hardcore fan, probably 2014. That's when I really, so my perception of certain people isn't the same as some others perception because, which is, you know, that makes for for an interesting discussion and an interesting dynamic too. So like, it's it's all good. And certain things like I love Austin um, Mm -hmm. because I go back and I study these things. I study different focal points of their career. Like one of my favorites of all time is Sting. And I really wasn't around for peak Sting. No. Um, but just going back and I became such a fan. Starcade, I watched that. Like the one where uh, he faced Hogan. Mm-hmm. So I went back and watched those big moments and then I can appreciate it. Um, in a different perspective as somebody who actually lived in was you know actually a fan during that time but yeah so it's it's interesting seeing our dynamics um and our answers the yeah. the variety yeah exactly and that's that's and, and you know that makes these shows interesting in my opinion because it would suck if like if me and you were like oh yeah i agree i agree i agree or i see this see this the way this is and you and i both have the same answers so no it's different i like that i like different dynamics and, the, and different ways of thinking and I like I like the fact that your answers are going to be different from mine because of the era that you grew up in versus the era that I grew up in. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, that's definitely cool. No, I like that a lot. Uh, my homie Jay asked, "What do you think about the MOW's Azteca Underground storyline?" And Joker destroyed your boys the other. Oh my God! Don't even talk about that. Don't talk about that. Yeah, we know. Uh, yeah. The Nuggets handed us our asses, and then the Suns turned around and handed us our asses, too. We're not looking good right now, but um, hopefully we'll bounce back. But as far as the uh, Azteca Underground storyline, I like it. I like it. I think it's different. I like the fact that Dario Cueto is back in the role, the the man that played him in Lucha Underground. He's back in the role. Uh, I'm interested to see what they do. Selena De La Renta was, I guess, killed off Wednesday. <laughs> I'm not sure in great Lucha Underground fashion. <laughs> um, 
I'm not sure, like, because most of the Lucha Underground cast, uh, most of the people that made that show great are elsewhere now. Some people are in NXT, some are in AEW. Um, so I don't know as far as what's going to happen if they build a new quote-unquote temple and stuff like that. Who's going to be involved? Who's going to participate? Hell, the last Lucha Underground champion is in AEW now, Jake Hager. So the way Barrett's back and like, so they can't pick where they left off. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what's going to go down, but I'm interested. I'm definitely interested. And uh, they can't get Jeff Cobb. Oh, my God. See, they're missing a lot of the important characters. So I guess we're going to have to see uh, what they do. But as far as what's going on right now, I'm interested. Like, they have they have the Parks. They have uh, Mil Mortes. So that's one guy they do have. So, um, so I'm just interested in it. And uh, Tom, for this because you're not an uh, MLW fan or you don't yeah. watch it. Yeah, I really... I don't even really watch it to be honest, but um, I would definitely love to get more into it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I'm always I think, open. Yeah, I, th- I think you should. I think you should give it a try. One hour a week, not that bad. Uh, I, I, it's on Vice TV. It's on YouTube. So I mean, I, I think you should give it a try. Right, I'll check it out. And they 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 build stories. You know, they try to. I know they they tape a lot of stuff in advance, so it's kind of hard to really keep a lot of the the continuity tight locked because they tape so far in advance and when you do that sometimes like you're asking for certain things to fall apart as far as stories goes and contracts and stuff so uh, you know that's probably like the the worst part about it but other than that no like they they really they really have a lot of interesting storylines they try to keep them tight locked together and that hammerstone of fatu when they have that match that is going to be the biggest main event that they've ever had for that championship i believe so yeah like, I mean, you should definitely give it a try, Thomas. All right, I'll definitely check it out. So I got to check out two things. I got to start checking out MLW, and I got to start checking out uh, NXT UK. Oh, yeah, yeah, NXT UK was pretty good the other night with uh Kenny Williams uh, booting Amir Jordan out of NXT UK. So I'm not sure where Amir Jordan's going from here. I'm not sure if he's re- being released in real life or if he's coming to the States. I mean, Amir Jordan would be kind of weird to have him in the States. So I'm not sure what's going to go down with that, but I guess we'll have to see. Um, and then the last question we have is from my boy, Zach. He asked, why do you hate Everrise so much? LOL. And by the way, what did you buy Dax for his birthday? Well, that's between me and Dax first and foremost, but that's between father and son. I can't tell you what I bought him. Just know that Dax is enjoying his present right now. And uh, number two, why do I hate Everrise so much? Cause dudes, I mean... They look like two generic. They look like they're the great value young bucks, bro. Like I say it, me and Monty say it all the time, man. Like I wish Monty was on here so he can like <laughs> further explain it. Like those guys, they're just generic, man. And like they don't do anything special in the ring. Yes, I know. Big boy, there, uh, Fat Jackson, as I like to call him, because he looks like Matt Jackson but with a beer gut. Um. Like, yeah, he can cut a good promo and everything like that. But it's just like, yeah, they're just blah, man. It's plain, generic-looking guys, bro. And it's just, they don't do anything special in the ring. Like, they, it's just it's just a bunch of blah, bro. So I don't really, I don't care for them all that much. And plus, they're in 205 Live. That goes to show you how much. And Triple H needs all the tag teams he can get down in NXT. But what does he have them? He has them in 205 Live. He's not worried about them. 
he's yeah, so he's not worried about them. He just signed them. So honestly, I would have let them go to AEW. I, I'm not sure about that. Why well, he signed these guys? To be honest with you. Like, yeah, I mean, out of all the teams he could have signed, you signed these guys. You serious? Like no. Yeah, I mean they're bona fide enhancement talent in my book. I, exactly. I, like I don't connect with them, but I guess I'm really not supposed to. They haven't been portrayed as threats. Anytime they go on NXT, they just getting their butt handed to them. So, I mean, exactly. they just they're there to, for me. They just there for me. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's blah, man. So it's just yeah, that's. I, I don't hate the guys. It's just that I don't care for them at all. I just I don't, I don't care for them at all because they don't do anything. Like they're just two generic looking dudes, bro. They don't have like a special anything. That makes you think, oh, they're not doing anything with them now, but you know, maybe in a few months they'll pull the trigger on. That's that's not happening. They're, they'll be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, so. even if they get called up, they'll just be there losing. Like they, like they're not going to be doing anything. Exactly. They'll be getting being out. fools. They'll just be, they'll just be making them look like idiots and backstage segments. Come out to the ring every once in a while, get their butts handed to them when somebody needs to win. That's yeah, they, they're like uh, and Monty. Me and Monty pitched this during our last one, our last shows we did. Um, they should have him. They should have them be with Baron Corbin. So they could have uh, Fat Jackson and Baron Corbin. They could have them uh, just uh, run out together and have them bop their bellies together, and uh, <laughs> you know, Team Muffin Top. You know that that's great. So you could just kill two birds with one stone. So me and Monty can just we could just have our commercial break. You know, our piss break. You know, at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So what happened? Didn't Baron Corbin, wasn't he with uh, the Forgotten Sons? Yeah, he was until he both got released. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's just that was just weird because it happened for like a week or two, and it's just like, okay, like what are these guys doing? Hope, oh, nope, they gone. So, I mean, I didn't really care for it, but you know. Yeah, not, I don't like uh, people were acting like those guys are big loss. <gasps> they actually released those guys. Those guys are talented. Steve Cutler was let me tell you, Steve Cutler was in uh, developmental for like almost ten years, bro. Like two thousand twenty three would have been like ten years he was in developmental, and I think Wesley Blake was there, <clears throat> I think a year longer. So those guys have been there forever, just not not doing anything of any note. So like it, it was like it was like shit and get off the pot, and like Cutler he, apparently he's a guy that doesn't believe in wearing the mask, and <clears throat> you know he got caught and you know supposedly they weren't happy and they let him go, and Blake you know the writing was on the wall, and he's gone so <clears throat> it is what it is though. Yeah, I mean like it's like I get why people are kind of frustrated i guess but i'm just like you know it's nobody really of importance to the fact where like they weren't featured in a big role so their departure really isn't affecting me um i hate seeing people lose their jobs but their their departure really isn't affecting me to that level where i'm gonna oh tweet like oh no like okay like they they got released okay i mean they weren't really doing anything with them even if they stayed i'm pretty sure the most thing the most they were using them was when they uh Debuted the Forgotten Sons debuted on SmackDown and they was in a tag team title picture for a minute. Then they disappeared. Then they really got forgotten. So then it's just like, oh, so I, you know, if I'm not, if y'all aren't making me care, I don't care. Um, exactly. We forgot sense, you. Unless I'm a really big fan, like Ricochet, you know, they're not really portraying him, but you know, I'm already a big fan of him. 
damn, you know, you got to make me a fan. Y'all ain't make me a fan. Y'all didn't show me what they can do. Y'all didn't show me anything special. So, yeah, exactly. I really, yeah, and I remember there. one time they tried to push them as baby faces in NXT for a good bit, like sometime last year. And I'm like, no, no, it's just, nah, that's not that. And even that's not even gonna work. <laughs> They're just bland. They're bland and generic guys. Bro. I never really, even NXT, I never really cared for them. I just, but I don't like you. So yeah. you're just there. I, I want to see you beating, you know, guys that I actually like. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. They were just, I'm impartial to them. Just whatever. Same with right, Corbin yeah. right now, to be honest with me right now. like, So <laughs> that would have been another right. bathroom break for me. Christ. I can't stand that guy. He, but, didn't um, he pin uh, Nakamura? He pinned Nakamura. Going I, I missed on? it too because I was, I was already at work at that point, so I didn't see that match. But yeah, apparently he pinned Nakamura last what night. What is going on? Oh, that's just honestly, I was so mad because... Man, they they gave us that Nakamura. They gave us hope for that push for Nakamura. Oh yeah, earlier in the year, yeah. And then he went viral. He went. Everybody was clamoring for it. And you know, I'll give them credit because they did. You know, then kind of traded off to Cesaro getting his push. But I'm just like, you know, you can kind of elevate Nakamura a little bit. You know, let him do something. Let him have that feud with Roman because they could have honestly capitalized on the end of that gauntlet match where he really proved this stuff. We thought he was gonna win. Mm-hmm. So they really could have. They had a story right there. Yeah. So yeah, I just hope right they there. capitalize on that. Um, before it's too late. Um, before they build up to Roman eventually losing his title, that can be a feud mm-hmm. in there built in. And he doesn't have to win, but just something to solidify him as, That's you know, he's still right. Like he's yeah. still a major player, not just right. You know, random guy in Dog the back. Guy. Right. Like top heels right now, anyways. Like Baron Corbin's fine; he'll be fine. They right, no right they, losing they sleep. Incredible baby faces to go up against Roman. If Roman's gonna have this belt for a long time, they're gonna need credible baby faces to be built up to go up against him. Because he can't, he can't, he can't fight Cesaro for five months. He can't fight Brian forever. Maybe they could bring Edge back sometime in the future. But even even that, we don't want to see that forever either. So they're gonna to have to build some more guys to go up against Roman if if they want people to hang on to this championship ring. He's gonna to have to fight compelling baby faces, right? Because who else who else is there besides Cesaro? Brian just left. Yes. Like who else? Uh, like Alistair Black else. is he coming back as a face or a heel? Is he coming I back? Think he, or... I think he's gonna do some heel stuff. Uh, his promos right. are coming off heelish. What about who else? Big E. Big I don't e. see him. I mean, I'll be down, but I want to see. I don't know. Like, I don't want to see it yet. I want to see Big E. I honestly wouldn't mind Big E winning that belt, but it's not going to be anytime soon. Roman ain't losing that belt. I I don't think Roman losing that belt until at the least next year. I don't see him losing that belt no time soon. At at the most next year, at the least SummerSlam. I think they're going to give, uh, I think they're going to at least give him one year. Right, one year tops with that championship. After that, I think it's free reign. After that, no pun intended. <laughs> like who, who else? Who else do they build? Rey Mysterio. Like, but he's doing that tag team title thing with his son. Uh, you got. I mean, Rollins is a heel. You have who else? Sami Zayn. Come on. Nah. A heel. And he's not even. Imagine Kevin Owens. He played that out. Yeah. And he played that out for too long, so you can't even revert to that. Um, 
nobody else, really. I mean, unless you want to do Jimmy, if you want to do Jimmy for a month. Yeah, I'll rock with that. And have you know Roman beat beat him into uh, you know beat him and you know to the point where he gets he falls in line. You can acknowledge me, boy. <laughs> you know if they do something like that, then that that'll 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 make sense. But outside of it that, fits. it fits too. It's not just thrown together. You gotta you gotta find out a better way to to keep things uh together. So unless they do a shake up, sometime shake it up. I mean, yeah, this is where they need they need more main event players. Roderick Strong disappeared from off of NXT. I expect to see him on the on either Raw or SmackDown soon. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know where they go with uh, with that. But I mean, that's a guy you could plug into a spot. I'm not saying he should go after Roman Reigns or anything like that. But having Roddy show up and have him be like, you know, in NXT, I lost all my confidence and stuff like that. But you know, here, you know, I want to make a big impact right out of the gate. Challenge Roman Reigns, and maybe Roman Reigns could bring up the fact that he's a failure. That he's probably the worst part of undisputed era. This, that, and the other. He's a failure. You can even bring his wife into the equation. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like you can, you can do some stuff with that. I, I feel, but um, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see what they do. We really have yeah. to. But hey, Thomas, like, did, is there anything else you want to touch on before we leave? Um, well, just a quick thought. I just wanted to ask you. Uh, mm-hmm. Question I've had was, uh, like, what's your I'm trying to phrase it? Like, what's your opinion on the state of wrestling right now? Like, what's your favorite show? Like, what, what, what are what overall is going well? What overall are you not a fan of? Just in general. Ah, uh, well, you know, I just. Me, I Monday Night Raw in a nutshell. That's for sure. I just I hate the sloppiness of the show. I just hate sloppiness in wrestling, man. Like I, I hate sloppiness. No storytelling. Uh, you know, I spots. You know, and this is more like a AEW indie wrestling type uh, complaint I have. Is I just hate spots just to do spots. You know, like I, I don't know if I told you, but I've seen this guy do a shooting, a shooting star press into a fucking cutter. I'm like, oh, and the guy bent over and he took it all. He, the guy bent over for like a whole minute where he could have moved out of the way for this guy to hit a shooting star press into a cutter. Thomas, I'm not making this up. I said, you guys are just doing spots just to do them at this point, and it's just showing. And I'm just like, uh, you make uh, it look dumb. I just hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And it's just like, that's the kind of stuff I just hate in wrestling. Now, I used to be a huge CCW fan, uh, you know, Combat Zone Wrestling. Um, but this, uh, there's a couple other promotions that's just taking it a little too far, and I'm just like, dude, you're just doing this shit just to do it at this point. And it's just like. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just hate unnecessarily unnecessary violence in wrestling. Like when right. you, when it's all stagey, like, like WWE and AEW, when they do it, that's fine. But when you go over the, over the board, like they do in CCW, GCW, some of the other places when they do hardcore matches, it's like, uh, so. yeah, they take it too far. It looks, I'll be watching yeah. stuff on YouTube and I'm just like, is it really like, <laughs> like, is it really worth it? Like, 
come on. Like, even if when WWE does stuff, you know, falling off the cage and different things, you know, it's a special thing. It's not, you know, that's too frequent. And I just feel honestly scared for these competitors. I'm just like, you putting your life on your, on the line. And, you, like, it's not even, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, I agree. Some of it just makes wrestling just honestly look. If I'm not a wrestling fan and I see all this, it's just it looks it's too much, and then it looks dumb. It's cheesy. It comes off as cheesy and like very third rate. Honestly, it really does. So, ah, yeah, just just bad. I, I mean, that's my gripe in wrestling. Like, I just I hate holes and plots, which WWE is definitely guilty of. Um, and AEW has, you know, they have their problems with that too. Uh, Impact, I hate these stupid stories that they do sometimes where they have guys getting killed off and stuff. I don't even try to see. <laughs> Who shot, bro? My man getting shot. Like, yeah, like, I hate silliness like that. I hate silly stuff. I hate silly stuff across the board. I hate it when WWE does it. I hate it when AEW does it. I hate it when Impact, when Impact does it. Funny is funny, but silly and over the top is is silly and over the top, and that's got to go, you know. Right. So yeah, like like Orange Cassidy, I know a lot of people don't like him. I can I can take him to a certain degree and everything like that, but it's just like he's a good wrestler when he turns it on and stuff like that. So like I'm I'm not as like I just want to get rid of him and and you know and have him killed and stuff like a bunch of other people do. But Marco Stunt. Like, if I ever see that that man is, like, like ever trying to pin somebody, you know, that's three times bigger than him, then I have a problem. To me, that's silly. I ain't trying to see none of that. Like, remember when uh, Archer had his – no, I don't think it was Archer's debut. Um, when he took it for um, – Marco Stunt, and Marco Stunt got in his face like, yeah, motherfucker, like, I ain't afraid of you. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Like, dude, like he should be quaking in his boots. Like, this guy is, like, fucking huge. For real. And I'm like, dude, like, that's, that, it's, I hate little, it's little tidbits like that that kind of just rub me the wrong way. And for anybody that thinks I'm biased against AEW for that, like, okay, I'll give you a WWE example. Uh, they have fucking... The shit, the shit at WrestleMania with with Bray and Alexa. I hated that. I don't, I don't like this. I, that I was hate stupid. that storyline they're doing. Lily, that's that's a bunch of gods. That's a bunch of bullshit. See, because people think on Twitter that I'm some type of WWE white knight or whatnot, where uh, you know I criticize both equally and make fun of both. I don't even watch Impact like that. So like I don't criticize Impact because I don't watch it. MLW is probably like the only company that. That I don't really rip into. Like they, they do silly stuff sometimes. And I call them out for it, but that's here and there. But AEW and WWE, like they do. There's a lot of stuff that I call them out for, and I do it equally. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it is what it is, though. The state of wrestling right now for me, I'm enjoying it. I enjoy. And see, here's the thing, Thomas. There's certain things on each show that I enjoy. And there's certain things on other uh, on on those same shows that I don't enjoy, and I kind of just I weed out the bad and just try to enjoy the good. Right, same. So, and and that's the way I just take it. 
Um, even if it's something I'm not interested in, like a, a, set, a certain storyline or a certain wrestler, like I just try, I try to weed it out and just try to enjoy what I'm enjoying. So that's it. But um, yeah, like how about you? Like how was your the state of wrestling for you? Like, um, kind of with you. There's gripes I have. Certain booking decisions, certain things, honestly, irritate me. Um, Raw, honestly. If you ask me, like, overall, like, just as a wrestling fan, I've always been a Raw guy. Like, Raw has always been my thing. But I don't know what they've been doing. I don't understand. And something that irritates me is you have, and it's mostly, I would say it's more a WWE thing, how you have certain talent and you keep them under contract and you do absolutely nothing like a ricochet, like a, like a Ali, like a, like, what is the purpose of having them if you're not going to use them? And I'm fine with, okay, we, we don't have enough time, but on raw, if you can do, they be doing the dumbest things. Like when they, I'm, I'm trying to think of a recent example, but all I could think of is a, a few months back when they did uh Seamus and Keith Lee versus Miz and Morrison. Then, oh, now we're turning it into uh, Keith Lee versus Sheamus. Now we're turning, like, you have three segments of the same dudes, yet you can't put a spotlight on, you know, other people that are fully capable, maybe not, you know, going to be the main guy, but you can't get Ricochet on the show, you can't get Angel Garza on the show, you can't get this one, or even you rehashing the same storylines, but you have people who can come in and fill these roles yeah, just something about that honestly gets me. That's one thing. Uh, another thing is, um, and not really, well, yeah, it's somewhat recently is like certain things happen without any real payoff. Like overall as a whole, just I hate when I see like teams getting broken up. Um, I was talking to you about the North. He left the North. He left Impact to go to AEW and become another tag team. Ethan Page, he left a tag team that's, in my opinion, worse. Um, Even stuff like that, like, it just, something about that just makes me question. I hate certain things that make me question my intelligence. Like, why split up the Hurt Business? What was the purpose of that? You know, why split up? Even if I'm going back, like American Alpha, they split them up. They split up certain things, and there's no real payoff. Enzo and Cass, this one, that one. And I'm just like, why? So I hate certain things like that that question my intelligence. Um, but right now, honestly, like you said, weigh out the good things, weigh out the bad things. Um, you know, I still tune in the Raw, um, even if I have it on in the background. There's certain things that, honestly, I like. I love McIntyre. I love... Even Braun Strowman and McIntyre had a good match two weeks ago, a week ago, wherever. It was it wasn't a bad match. I actually enjoyed it. And so it had some good things going on. Um, as a whole, I love AEW. Um, I love watching wrestling as a whole because you see that dynamic of, you know, Raw might not be for you, but you have these options of NXT is good. Uh, you always know, you know, SmackDown delivers most of the time, and you also have your alternatives if you want to watch. You know, ROH, you want to watch Impact, you want to watch AEW, that's there. So I love having that. Um, and everyone's being a major contender. Everybody's putting out good content to a degree. Um, and I love seeing that. So as a whole, um, I feel like, you know, kind of branching out 
has honestly retained my interest in wrestling, especially AEW, because I love tag team wrestling. And I felt like it was, personally feel like it was dying a little bit um, in, in the E. Certain things they were doing, just rehashing certain things. And nobody has, no teams are really, like, they be having, like, two teams on the roster at a point. You see the same matches over and over and over again. So, uh, yeah, so I, I was kind of rambling. I don't even know half of what I said, but um, just I love the fact that there's so much diversity in wrestling that if you're a wrestling fan, you might not like different things, but you're going to find something that you're going to like. Yeah. like. There's so many options, and that's what I love. Yeah, no, definitely. And no, I, and I agree with you. And like, there's something for everybody. Like I said, like, if you don't like something on this show that, that, that doesn't fulfill you, you can, you can always tune into another show and get that satisfaction somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to just hang your hat on AEW. You don't have to hang your hat on WWE. You don't have to hang your hat on, uh, just, you know, those, those things. There are plenty of options. There's plenty of things to watch out there. And that's what I take it for. That's why I don't get I don't get mad and bash WWE for being their form of entertainment because guess what? You can call Vince McMahon a lot of different things, but one thing one thing he hasn't lied about is about what his show is and it's sports entertainment. He has never lied or never strayed away from that fact at all. Henceforth, I can never really be mad at his logic. You know what I'm saying? It just, right. I just wish I, that I can go into there and write it a whole lot more better. <laughs> yeah. Or advise them to do it a whole lot more better. That's it. But other than that, that's it, bro. Like, I don't know. It's just, you have to just really, really, I guess, have a different mindset when it comes to it. And uh, like I said, just really enjoy what you enjoy. And that's it. Have fun with it. But don't be all brainwashing. Be like, oh, if you don't watch this, then you're a dumb wrestling fan. Or don't don't be don't be those kind of guys. Yeah. So. No, and yeah, that's that's another thing. And I know we got to wrap it up soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, another thing is just some fans. Um, yeah, some a lot of that, honestly, somewhat brings me down. Um, so you just had to tune that out. Uh, some of the toxic toxicity on uh, you know, social media apps community sometimes this fake war people beefing AEW and wwe like sometimes i just feel like you know in certain environments you can't even share your opinion oh i didn't like that match that wwe did i didn't like that booking decision oh you're AEW mark who huh like what so in certain cases like that I've, i've learned over time to just tune it out um and i can i've honestly enjoyed it more i'm just tuning out the crap you get from certain fans and honestly just the trolls um you know what i do to those kind of people thomas what block them <laughs> i ain't got time for it I'm a, I'm a grown 26 year old man bro like i ain't got time to be arguing with people online about wrestling really? not, so block keep them moving i'm gonna cancel my wwe network subscription if, if the fiend doesn't win do that. Like, okay, fine. Like, okay. <laughs> like, Do what it. are you telling me for? Go ahead. If you don't want to watch, don't watch. Like, and I hate to be that person, but I hate when people, or like, if people watch Raw, I watch Raw. I know what to expect. I know, you know, I'm going to enjoy certain things, and I know 
as you know, a lot of things might make me, you know, angry or make me question, you know, why I'm doing it. But I still do it. And I know what I'm getting into. If I don't like it, if it's getting too much, I'll turn it off. And I just be telling them, I'll be looking at people like, you watch the show just to bash the show. Don't watch it. Exactly. Like, if you can't find it... nothing enjoyable in your wrestling, then you shouldn't be watching it. If you can't find one thing enjoyable, all your tweets are negative, don't watch. Yeah, because it defeats the whole purpose of watching the show to begin with, you know? You're not a fan of it, so I don't want to like no. You're not yeah, a like, you're not don't... a professional reviewer. You're not you're not <laughs> getting money for watching these shows, so just stop. Yeah, not like funny. I remember one time one one person told me if I didn't have to do a podcast on this, then I wouldn't watch it. I'm like, save yourself the trouble. Don't do the podcast on the show if you don't enjoy it, bro. Because who's gonna watch a review of something that you don't enjoy watching, bro? Nobody's gonna want to watch that. All right. Nobody's gonna want to watch that. So just stick with your what you're passionate about and what you actually like. You know what I'm saying? So just do that, man. Yeah, and I and again, I say this all the time. I appreciate mm-hmm. certain people like you. I appreciate certain people like uh, my guy, the Hybrid Enigma. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people like that in the community. Um, that honestly, I see a lot of positivity coming from y'all, and I love seeing that. You know, you might have things that you don't like, but it's not overbearing. It's not, you know, your whole account isn't dedicated towards that. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate, you know, love, positivity being spread from, I could list a whole bunch of accounts, but I'm not, but I just love seeing that. So shout out to anyone who's doing that. Anyone who's spreading love, anyone who's finding positivity. Um, and yeah, just, cause you know, a lot of things going wrong in the world right now. The last thing we need is people to add to the problem. So yeah, that's for sure, man. And and while I'm not a saint, I do try my best to if 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 somebody's good, good peoples and stuff like that, I, I try my best to look out for them and and just like just I won't say take them under my wing, but like just try to help them out and stuff. Especially if they're younger and stuff like that, try to help them out. Try to kind of like you know, most people like when they have something to look forward to. Which is why I like doing these shows, right? And like having normal people on it, you know, that don't have like previous notoriety or anything like that, because it gives, you know, the person as a listener and then the person as, you know, somebody to get a part of the chance to be a part of the show, you know, it gives them something to look forward to as they're being a part of something, you know what I'm saying? Because we're all a part of the wrestling community and stuff like that. And this gives us an extra, uh, extra notch, if you will, to, you know, to really hang on right so yeah no i, I definitely feel i def, definitely echo that so um yeah uh but um no thomas it was definitely great to have you on uh part two uh nice to get a chance to chat with monty a little bit too yeah um definitely. and uh you give us a little bit of update on what's going on with him uh, but yeah, man, it was definitely good to have you on. Uh, Thank you for having man, me. We, I appreciate it. Of course, of course. You know, you got a spot. Whenever, whenever you feel like it, you're definitely one of those people on the top of that list. Just hit me up, and we'll set it up. <clears throat> we'll set it up. Um, there's only a few people that have that luxury, and you're definitely one of them. And uh, yeah, man. To everybody out there, hope you guys enjoy uh, me and Thomas's chat, and. Uh, we we definitely went the distance, but 
it's it happens when you have a great compelling conversation and i hope you guys enjoy everything that me and thomas put out uh thank you guys for uh sending your questions i know it was on short notice like once again but i appreciate it nonetheless and uh this is your boy rg the brooklyn savage with thomas and we out peace peace